welcome to episode 234, part two of Geeksers. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Did you forget? Yes. <laughs> it's been only five minutes, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> episode 234. 234. 234. Part two. Uh, part 234, part two. Part two, part two. Part two of 234. <laughs> oh, oh. Anyway, so uh, welcome to the show. That's what's going to be just me going, 234. Part two. Part two. 234. Okay. Uh, it's part two of Tote Four. <laughs> Yo, it's uh, uh, what episode two, three, four? It's uh, part two, eh? <laughs> it's part two of two, three, four. Tell this with the whole thing. Now, sit back and jack and show the show. No, I'm just kidding. An hour of every every impression, every crappy impression. Hooks <laughs> mm. eight, two, three, four, part two. Anyway, welcome to part two of episode two, three, four. <laughs> Of the show that we usually do Sunday nights live on Sunday nights, like I said before, starting around 7.30 on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Oh, <laughs> just... <okay. laughs> the reason why I'm pausing is because he keeps farting. <laughs> like I can't wait for him to stop farting for me to talk, apparently. <laughs> that was... That was, that was just talking to read those apps. It was it was Morse code for episode two three four, part two. <laughs> As Ed said, there you can go to uh, check out what was it again? Where can you find our show on apps? Like you can just go to Google Play. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of woozy. All that gasoline I'm like all lightheaded now. I'm like, what? Where? Who? What? <laughs> anyway, let me just set this up and give red. It's part two of the show <laughs> that we do on Sunday nights, starting around 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. <laughs> just, just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. <laughs> Here in part two, I give my review of Persona 5, a video game that just was re- released not too long ago. <laughs> Last week. Yeah, yeah, it was just past week. But, you know, you know when people, people could be listening to this like six months from now. This was released during the week, second week of April of 2017. Looking at me funny. No, Why? No. <laughs> like, it is the second week, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just kind of surprised that you knew that. <laughs> I require some kind of math. <laughs> Didn't think you had it in yet. I mean, it's no episode two of two, three, four, but <laughs> it's kind of there. <laughs> you know, um, not only do I get my review, but it's my turn to enlighten the public on certain things that are going on in the world. There you go. It's my version of nerd news. Yes. I bring you less. Sean's factoids. Sean's factoids? Yes. It doesn't sound good at all. I think of a more a funnier name. <laughs> Sean, this can't be Sean's nerd news because you got nerd news. I gotta do Sean's tidbits or something. I don't know. <laughs> Sean's useless facts. 
<laughs> and now time for another episode of useless information from Sean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talk. So we we get some really technical talking. Yes, with, we talk about the uh, talk. I can say talk like a thousand times now. We talk about the talk <laughs> that we talked about the Xbox Scorpio. Yes, <laughs> um, we talk with the specs about that. I also bring um, an article relating to problems the Switch have been having. Yes, and then we talk a little. I bring a little Star Wars talk to the table. Yeah, that's right. Uh huh. And a little Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. And uh, Stacy asks us about um, uh, a very recent controversial subject of Han Solo's real name, which I, I'm not laughing at that. I'm just I just smelled it. <laughs> Pump it out of the cushion into this chair. I mean. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so, you know, uh, sit back and relax and be fortunate that this episode is not given, brought to you by Smellorama. It's smell free. <laughs> See you at the end, folks. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just a track when it Rio, there's apps. All right. So, when we last left the program, Seemed like an eternity ago. Huh. <coughs> we were gonna. I was gonna give my review of Persona Five, Ed. All right. Okay. It's a story. <laughs> it's a Japanese role playing game. Okay. Well, you play as a kid who has now moved into Tokyo because apparently with the town that you lived in, you did what I would say is a morally right thing. You saw a woman being um, like kind of harassed and almost borderline raped. Mm -hmm. You stepped in. And you push the guy away, he falls, hurts himself, and he says he's going to sue. Turns out the guy's kind of like a big wig in the city that he lived in, mm -hmm. so he winds up getting um, put on parole, but kicked out of his school. So he has to get he's forced to kind of be taken in by this guy who runs a, like a curry restaurant, like a cafe, and go to this new school. Okay. Well, now I'll, I'm going to be 100 percent honest with you. I'm enjoying the game. Mm. Don't quite know what's going on yet, okay? <laughs> because you kind of there's okay. Well, problem problem number one with the game is is that you can't really save at any given moment. So a couple times I'm like, all right, let me just save the game and and you know put it away for the night. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I can't because it's like fuck. I have to wait till a certain point in the game, and it says, "Would you like to save your progress now?" It's like fuck yeah, I've been trying to save my progress for the last twenty minutes. Yeah. You know, um, and. It it's very um, I don't want to say time management because it, it opens up and what the persona is is like Ed you are you right mm -hmm. but there is a power inside you called a persona which allows you your your kind of like innermost personality mm -hmm. to shine through in this alternate kind of reality type deal. Okay. Now the idea opens up this your character is running away from the police and he gets captured. So it's taking place during like an interrogation mm. where you're telling the story of what led you to right here being interrogated by this lawyer and why the cops just kicked the shit out of you. Right. So it's a lot of, I get the feeling, I was told by somebody that, I'm like, yeah, I'll play from time. I was told by somebody that if I don't finish the game or, or to a certain point by May 1st, my game's over. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, Fuck, that's 
I gotta, I gotta put some time in now. Shit. Yeah. Because apparently it takes place over calendar days, where it's like, all right, well, tomorrow you have to go to school. You have to interact with your friends. Right now, I don't have any. I have one friend because mm-hmm. I just met him. And the reason why I met him is we got pulled into this alternate dimension where there was this castle. And it seems to be what the idea is, is that um, you take people's hearts. And not in like a bad way, mm-hmm. but in more so like the first guy you meet, you joke that this guy thinks he's the king of the castle. And he kind of runs a school. He's like the volleyball coach and he's like well-loved and he came in to help bring the volleyball team up. So he's kind of like big man on campus as far as teachers go. Mm-hmm. So when you're in this altered dimension, it's right where your school is and it's this big castle. And he's the king. But it's kind of a... He's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that he's probably a little bit of a sexual pervert a little bit because he's got like the king cloak and the crown, but he's wearing like a pink Speedo underneath. <laughs> Okay. And he's got, you know, knights and stuff like this. And, and you're you're kind of like, you don't really know what's going on. And you just got your persona. Mm. And uh, you, I think your code name is Joker, which I'm like, all right. And he dresses cool. It's very Japanese anime style. Mm. As far as the Japanese role-playing part, it's very stylized looking. Then it, when there's a cut scene, it's cut scene into like a Japanese anime cartoon style. Okay. It, it's... It, it has me very intrigued because I'm like, well, how, where is this going? Because I just met this little cat creature that talks to me named Morgana that has powers and is kind of like, dude, you know what you're doing. Just do it. And I do know what I'm doing. I'm like, he's like, see, I told you. Well, your buddy who's like the bad kid in the school mm-hmm. is like, what the fuck? How'd you do that? He's eventually going to have his own persona as well because I've seen clips with him in it. Mm-hmm. Plus, he got sucked into this alternate dimension with you because he had the like, your head kind of goes, oh, I got a headache all of a sudden, and next thing you know, bam, I'm in an alternate dimension. Um, okay. <laughs> apparently, like, you kind of, from everything I've seen on the game, you and a group of people who are kind of like the misfits, you might say, mm-hmm. of the school, have this ability, and you're going to kind of turn people around, or, or um, like, when you conquer a boss... Mm-hmm. You take his heart, which is his innermost desire, like his, I would say his id. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he, that person, is compelled to confess to the police what they've done. Okay. All right. So you're kind of like teenage social warriors in a way. Okay. Um, through the guise of this alternate dimension, ultimate reality with these personas. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm enjoying it. I don't really quite know because it's, it's very, a lot of reading. It's Japanese role playing where it's like, all right, here's this guy and expo- exposition, exposition, kill some time, kill some time, walk over here, cutscene. All right, didn't do much. Cutscene's over, would you like to save? Sure. All right, now you got to go over here. All right, talk, 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 talk. Oh, look here, finally some action. And cutscene. And we just say, it's like, so it's not very. Um, for me, as a as a fast paced guy, mm. you know, like give me an open world where I can run around and do things. I don't think I've gotten to that part. Like I couldn't save a game until I got a diary or a journal from the guy who's keeping me. He kind of volunteered to house you mm. while you're going to school, but clearly he doesn't want anything to do with you because he thinks you're a piece of shit because you got in trouble with the cops, mm. regardless of the fact that it was. For a good reason. Right. And then you have like a counselor at school who clearly wants nothing to do with this whole situation because she doesn't really like you. Like the first day while I'm trapped in this castle, I want to be in like half a day late. 
And right away she's like, you were told not to be, to be like a straight and narrow and your first day you're fucking late kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. and not only that, but you're caught with the guy who's the piece of shit of the school. Like, you're not really, I don't need this shit. Like, why? I should just call the cops on you and get you taken away. <laughs> it's like the adults don't want nothing to do with any of the kids. Right. Which, I mean, let's face it. It's very, um, I would say, um, it's a good kind of take on how adults see teenagers and how teenagers see adults. Right. You know, it's like, uh, I want nothing to do with you. You're a teenager. You're a bad seed. You're a bad app. You'll never amount to nothing. Right. And then when you do amount to nothing, it's like, see, I told you, you're a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> so you're constantly like, the whole time I'm playing, like, I'm, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like getting mad at these other people because they're treating me like shit. And I'm going... I stopped a would-be rapist. Have some fucking respect, bitches. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like, I feel like, I I kind of feel, I feel the angst of the teenager going, I'm not getting no fucking respect. People are treating me like shit. It's no wonder why I start fracturing occasional law or two. Because you're forcing me to, you're not, you're not paying attention to me. You're not being positive role models in my life. Right. You're treating me like I'm a nobody, so then why should you be surprised when I act like a nobody? Right. Um, I'm only kind of like, uh, I would say maybe two, maybe three hours in. You know? Okay. Um, it, it's got the calendar part, and, and it's all, it's it's interesting. Visually, it's cool looking. Uh-huh. Excuse me, gameplay is also relatively easy because it plays in like when you have your character, it's like, hey, push X for this. Like You can kind of see like right next to your character right. the options that you have to, for the fighting. So it's not like... the only, So it's like, okay, the fighting part's easy. Problem having is navigating through most of the stuff. Like when I got to school, I was supposed to go to the second floor and then go to the faculty room. Hmm. I got to the second floor, couldn't find the faculty room because everything's in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like there's a... <laughs> not like there's an English I had to go up to like doors and go oh well this door goes to the classroom but you need to go to the faculty room and I was like let me walk up a couple feet there's another door you can't go into this door because it's not I'm like fuck just why can't you give me like a, a like an icon to say this is where you need to go instead I'm like wandering around aimlessly like I don't know I don't know if that's purposely done that way because I'm the new kid in school and I don't know my way around <laughs> Oh, but, and I can also eavesdrop on people's conversations. And what's going on in the world is that there's these, these series of accidents where the people who are causing these accidents, like for example, there's been a rash of train derailments, like in the subway. Okay. And apparently the people, the, the conductors, the guy who's driving the thing is, yeah. has no recollection of going batshit crazy. You okay. know, he, he's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Mm. And so it's been like this, well, another accident today. And, Clearly, something is happening in, in, in Tokyo where you're at, you know, and you're eventually going to get pulled into that. Yeah. I'm assuming because that's the way Japanese role-playing games go. Right. Like I said, I if you're a fan of the Persona games, apparently this is the first Persona-esque game like in, in like the last nine years. Mm-hmm. It's also the 20th anniversary of, of the Persona game line and television show. Yeah. Because as everything from Japanese anime role-playing games, guess what? There's a cartoon that goes along with it. Yes. You know, um, most of the Persona characters that you meet are in, like, there was a Vita game. It was, like, a dance game where your character was, like, a 
like a dance dance revolution except for handheld so it's like x x square square y y z you know like you know like all that kind of stuff <laughs> and like look special dance move get down funky uh, you know or they were always tied into like a fighting game or a spin-off of an like combined with like another game mm-hmm. so this is like the first single standalone persona game in a while like in nine years mm-hmm. i guess like it I recommend it if you're a Japanese role playing game because apparently it's it's not only popular but it's kind of cool looking. Mm-hmm. I'm really it it has kind of made me kind of go well if I got a certain time frame to get this done, maybe I should try focusing on that. I pushed Mass Effect aside for a little bit, yeah, just to like get more in depth into the game itself to see if I was actually if some what the person told me is actually true or not. Like I don't know if the date that I got arrested coincides with the dates because. Everything happens in April. And I'm like, fuck me. It's like a couple weeks away. Shh. How accurate is this? Like, I'm like, fuck. I, I, I guess I better, like, work my ass off. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I think, like, for the next couple days, maybe a couple weeks, any free time that I get to game, I'm probably going to focus on that. Until I get a little bit more invested into the game itself. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like. I only met one character. I still really don't know what the hell's going on as far as storyline goes. Mm. All I know is I have these personas. Well, one, and apparently it looks like I have like I have an opportunity to get in five. I don't know how, and you're supposed to do like social interactions where it's like, okay, well, you're in school. Now go here to class. You're going right. to have to go to class. You're going to have to hang out with these people. It's all about the bonding. It's like I'm in high school again. <laughs> That's the same. Fuck, I got an English report. I like, got to. Shit, I gotta, I'm going to be late for school. I got to get there, you know. Like, where I last left off, the kid wanted to talk to me on the roof. But, yeah, I'm supposed to go home. Mm. You know, so clearly I'm going to not go home. I'm going to go upstairs and talk to the guy on the roof. To, yeah. Because he's going to be like, dude, what the fuck just happened? And how come, who the fuck was that guy that came out of your back? Like, what? And what's with the fucking talking cat? Like, you know? <laughs> and, of course, the talking cat's like, don't talk. Don't call me a cat. I'm not a cat. So, but, yeah, it looks cat-esque. <laughs> you know, it's... It, it's interesting, and I'm kind of like it's funny. My friend Andy was like, I, I told my pre order, and he's like, Why wow, you're gonna hate that game? I'm like, And I, Andy knows me pretty well mm. for me to go, Okay, you know what? You're probably right. I'm probably not gonna like it. But right now, I'm, I'm, I'm like, He might be a little wrong about this one because there's still enough of a me going, well, What's gonna happen next? I gotta see what happens yeah. next. Read, read, read. Like the reading part, the slope down part is kind of annoys me. But I do kind of vent by yelling at the people who are talking shit to me. <laughs> she's watched me. Uh, she kind of, I don't think she's as interested in watching me play it. It as... bores me super much. Like, yeah. I'm like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> like, you're reading what the characters are talking. Like, they're talking. So why are there? Wor- it's like captions, but they're like caption bubbles. Uh-huh. You know, like, why? Are they going to talk it or am I going to read it? Like, make up Well, because, uh, well, first, like, I when it comes to ask you for your name in the game, I type in my real name, you know? Mm. So, hey, everybody, it's like you'll, your character will be, if, say, I was a teacher and you were the character, like, okay, students, this is the new kid, and underneath would have my name, but they would, she would never say my name. Right. So there's a little bit of mix of audio as well as visual. Like, you're kind right. of reading what the person says, but there's always, like, um, like when you're eavesdropping into a conversation, you don't hear them talk. You kind of have to read it. Yeah. You know, but <clears throat> while you're running through the, the thing, like the cat figures like, hey, you know how to do this. Just do it while you're also reading it. Yeah. I can see why, you know, it can be kind of annoying, but 
It is. I'm gonna say as it's a Japanese role playing game, so it's kind of it comes with the territory. Yeah. So, but I can see definitely like why, like um, it, when they start doing that, they go. I wish I could just X, 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 get past it all. Yeah. But I can't. So I'm like, oh, what am I supposed to do? Well, let me do it. Come on. Stop talking shit to me. Fucking was a hero. <laughs> you know, no one says, dude, you know, a good job for stopping a potential rape. You know, it's, oh, well, you, you stuck your nose in where it doesn't. It's a, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> you can start the whole thing. You can laugh. It's, <laughs> <laughs> like the adult, what? like what? Huh? Like, come on, man! Like, give me a little, give me a little props for it, you know? Like, shit. <laughs> I mean, I recommend if you're a fan of uh, JRPGs, JRPGs, uh, Japanese role playing games. Right. Um, I, I, I'm in. Like, I get it. Go for it. Try it out. That's my review. All right. I'll let you know like, if I'm still playing it because like, I'm also on a timetable too because May 5th comes Prey and then um, Injustice 2 comes out and I'm like, oh, Injustice 2, you know, can't wait for that. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Yep. <laughs> I get to punch Superman in the face a lot more. This is always fun. <laughs> and then I saw the roster. I don't know if you noticed, but they included Scarecrow into the roster. I didn't see that. Yeah, voiced by Robert Englund. Okay. And I'm like, ooh, Freddy Krueger doing uh, Scarecrow? Wow. All right. I'm kind of interested in seeing what that's going to look like. Yeah. I saw what he looks like. I'm not too big, not too digging the style of him, but it's injustice. They always kind of fuck up how people look anyway. So I'm like, all right. You know, as long as the voice is there, I mean, so that's it. All right. All right, Ed. I have interesting stuff to bring to you this week. Okay. All right. Let me just get my shit all up. And running, and we'll start off with this week, Ed. Guess what was announced? We're going to do a little tech talk. Okay, this week, guess what was announced? Um, if it's technical, I'm going to say a new phone. No. No. Okay. Can um, you give me a hint? Yes, it deals with console gaming. Oh, okay. A new console. <laughs> sort of. Sort of. Okay. The- uh, is it it wait 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 is it uh, uh, is is it that they finally figure out a way to play games from one system to another? That'll never happen. Again. Okay, <laughs> never happen. There's always been a tech dream since the '80s. I think and you'll ne- the only way that will ever happen is if let's say one of them buys out the other two. Yeah, you know, or someone sucks someone else off really well, and they're gonna go. All right, you can have you can have Mario for this game. You know? <laughs> Outside of that. Microsoft will always be Microsoft. Sony will always be Sony, and Nintendo will be always be Nintendo. All right. I, okay. Would you like to? Either that or uh, Raspberry Pi finally came out with a great system that everybody wants and going to play forever. Who's Raspberry Pi? You never heard of Raspberry Pi? No, I heard of Raspberry Beret. <laughs> she wore, she wore a Raspberry Beret. Uh, Raspberry <laughs> Pi is a uh, technical. Te- it's technology that's actually used in schools in uh, Europe. It's coming over here in America. And they're showing like engineering skills for youngsters, and what it does is that like actually tech guys have gotten hold of this, and they build stuff on it. Um, and they they've they've actually made some systems based off of uh, one guy's making one looks like a, a Nintendo cartridge, the old NES cartridge, 
and the, all the electronics are the same, but you plug into a USB and you have a controller and you can plug in your TV and play all these video games. Of course, it's all the 8-bit kind of systems or 16-bit gotcha. kind of stuff. Where every game in existence up to 1990 can fit on a chip. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. No, it's not that edited. Okay. Then what is it? It is the uh, Project Scorpion specs were announced this week. Really? Yes, Microsoft's their dream thing that's supposed to revolutionize everything and they, you know make people kind of go, Sony, what's that? Nintendo, pff, PCs, fuck them too. So apparently they released the specs on it. Okay. Okay. You know I have piece of paper right here. Old technology. Old technology <laughs> because I printed it. Because here's the specs. Ready? Ready. Okay. The Project Scorpion console specs. True 4K gaming. Okay. Six teraflop GPU. Wow. Eight cores CPU. Uh-huh. Two point gigahertz processor. Wow. One terabyte hard drive space. Okay. HDR games and entertainment. Mm-hmm. A 4K UHD Blu-ray DVD player. Hey. Uh, 12 gigs of GDDR5 memory. Okay. And then it's a 326 gigabytes per second memory bandwidth. Wow. It's the most powerful console ever, featuring six teraflops of graphic processing power, true 4K gaming, and compatibility with Xbox One games and accessories. All right, so the features of the console apparently are a centrifugal fan, mm-hmm. uh, which is a supercharged style design, which rapidly pulls in air mm-hmm. and compressed air. Project Scorpion Central Fugal, Fugal Fan is crafted to deliver maximum cooling with minimum noise. Mm-hmm. It also has a vapor cha- chamber, you know, in case you want to vape, I guess. No, no. <laughs> it's the first for home consoles. Project Scorpio's vapor chamber uses advanced liquid cooling to help ensure the Scorpio's engine stays mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Now, the Scorpio's engine, engine is with six teraflops at 326 gigahertz uh, per second of memory bandwidth and advanced custom silicone, the Scorpion engine is the most powerful console gaming processor ever created. Mm-hmm. And then this Havos method to maximize performance and minimize power consumption, Project Scorpio uses the Havos method, a cutting-edge digital power delivery system to custom-tune console voltage. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This, okay, this, well, piece of, this piece of paper is more powerful than that Scorpio is right now. All right, now uh, I'll tell you what. Go well, okay, well, go you ahead. okay? Well, no, well, before, ahead, before you give me the the translation for everything I just said, uh, I did look up. And go well. How does that compare to the PS4 Pro that is currently out in markets right now? Yes. Okay. So, as I mentioned, Project Scorpio will have an octa core processors with mm. eight custom. Times 86 cores running at three, 2.3 gigahertz. Mm. The PS4 also has an 8-core CPU um, and a 86 times 64, quote-unquote, Jaguar, mm. but runs slower at a 2.1 gigahertz opposed to the 2.3 gigahertz. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, sure. As I'm reading, it, my system decides to crash. <laughs> Store... <laughs> Uh, give me a second, give me a second, give me a second. La, 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 All right. All right. So, we're back. Virtual reality. All right. One of the aims, digs, the Xbox set PlayStations 4 during the E3 press was about virtual reality. While Sony's... 
<laughs> Screen's jumping up oh, and down, face. Fuck, I hate computers. <laughs> While Sony's already, uh, while Sony's already obviously in the VR yeah. headspace, Microsoft delights in uh, revealing that Scorpio will be ca- capable of running better high-res VR devices. This was claimed back uh, backed up by Bethesda during E3, which said Fallout 4 is likely to be available through it. Mm-hmm. On a train of thought that is Microsoft, well, ally with Oculus for Rift support, which even today is better spec headset than the PSVR. Uh, while the PlayStation VR uses single OLED panel, the Oculus Rift, like, tech talk, tech talk, tech, tech talk. Now, you might be wondering, how much is this going to cost, Ed? Yes, how much? Um, well, apparently, this is since this, this um, is from England, it costs, it, the PS4 right now is costing... Four hundred bucks. They're saying that the Scorpio will be about five hundred, maybe six hundred bucks. Yeah. All right. Um. Obviously, they're going the excuse me. Backwards compatibility is a big difference. PS4 no backwards compatibility. Right. Excuse me. Um. I think the PS Scorpio is going to be backwards compatible. Backwards compatible could be yes. Um. Strong possibility. Oh, why not? If it's playing all the Xbox One games, why not do... Right. Right. Um, That's going to do it. Again, for me, why don't you... Okay, why don't you... Because you're more of a tech guy than I am. Right. I'm just giving you the plate. You tell us what we're going to eat. <laughs> Crow, apparently. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no it's uh, it, it's always been a pipe dream. They've been actually talking about Scorpio back before Xbox One came out. Like, they were... Um, uh, yeah, Xbox One. They were. They, this was going to be the end all be all systems forever. Like you're never going to have to upgrade again. Like this is going to be the system, and I was. I that was my first bullshit because they're going to come out with something better. Like they, they're always going to have more technology. Right. I think it's going to have how to have heating issues. It's going to be the big problem with this system. The hell. <laughs> it's um, looking the problem with web browsers now. It's like oh here's an ad. Let me just yeah, and it gone. makes it huge the whole screen yeah. anyway. It threw me off. So, like heating of it, I think there's going to be a lot of heating issues because it's it's a it's a like what what PS4 did with their Pro is they maximized as they could without right. overheating it. Like right. they, this is the max you're going to get. Like you're going to have to put it in a freezer basically to keep right. it you know cool because it's it's going to be powerful and they're going, they have a cooling system that's really impressive. It's really going <laughs> to really going to blow everybody away. Their system, it's a little old fashioned. You're you're using Microsoft. A, yes, you're using a, a cooling fan. You're using a I, fan. I, you're like, how cool is a fan if you put it in a window in your house? Not that cool. That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now they basically though with that fan, that special fan that they're talking about, they're going to put it. In, the air is going to go into a system that's going to filter it and make it almost like compressed air, which is a, a really right. cool right. type of thing. But now you have two units that you're running. Okay. Right. That's where the power consumption comes in, that special power thing that you okay. were talking about. That is what they're what they're gonna do is they're gonna draw as much power into this unit, into a, like a basically a cell, and then distribute that power evenly throughout the system. So if it needs it for the processor, it's gonna give it to the processor, if it needs it for the fan. So if you're at a high end part of the game where you're using four K, you're using virtual reality, you are going to it's un like in my head, I can't do the math. Okay. Like that's like mind-boggling like how hot it's going to get gotcha so i think that that's going scorpio is going to burn out very quickly like you're gonna if you're into those high-end games if you're playing the call of duties you're playing 
uh, Half-Life. You're playing the high-end games where there's a lot of action <laughs> yeah, going on. The fact you threw Half-Life in there. No one's played Half-Life in decades. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of like, like high-end games right. at the time and, you know. That's that's going to be that's going to be a problem. Like that's you're going to see it. Like you remember the old like uh, three the three sixty days where like they were bricking. Like the the red light yeah, was going the on red the red light, light of death. death red ring of death. Yes, you would you're going to see that in Project Scorpio. Like like unless unless they they have it, know it's foolproof. They know it's going to be from when it ships out the door to to uh, to the consumer and it's it's going to be fine. I, I just don't see it because where are they going to do this? They're going to build these things in China. Right. I'm going to tell you now. They're not building this in America. They're not going to. They're not going to really build these in Japan anymore. They're going to give it to China because it's cheap labor. Sure. The way to do it. And these guys have degrees, PhDs that are working slave hours, shit pay. You know, they're smarter than than. Well, they have the book smarts. They don't have the business smarts to continue on. And they'll be making these things. So they're not going to care. I mean, there's there was like even problems when the PS4 first came out that they were having problems with guys building them because they couldn't build them fast enough. Right. You know, like Sony was like beating people like <laughs> mentally, but, you know, almost physically to get these projects done. They, they were running like 48 hour shifts where these guys were like sleeping maybe like a half hour and then they're back into the, you know. You're talking about the PS4 Pro. Right. <laughs> You want to eat this this week? Faster, because <laughs> they put them in camps. It's not. Yeah. It's not a. You know, you work it's at a not job. A clock but, in. Yeah, and you build it, and it's like, oh, quitting time. I'm yeah. going home. It's like they go. They go to a, a a dormitory where they sleep with everybody else. They have these like showers that like. You know, right. it's like it's like going to a like a, a college uh, boot camp, right? Like, exactly. It's like you wake up and you hear the click of the clank around the the chain around your ankle <laughs> while it's attached to the chair, and you're soldering and building yeah, and testing. And you're like, oh, falling asleep at the wheel. And, oh, yeah. fuck <laughs> you! I'm awake. Okay, you guys have a half hour of a break starting ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> you have a half hour break twenty five minutes ago. It started. Yeah. Go. Uh, yep. You here's some ramen noodles. We we import that, <laughs> <laughs> and you just sit there, slurp down your noodles while you're back to work. One, one hand soldering while the other one's slurping the noodle yep. over the, the chopstick. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what's this in my con? It's, it's a ramen dried out ramen noodle. What the hell? <laughs> who put this? Who put this? Dried out pee in my thing. <laughs> That's not the X button. That's a. The, that's what he called. Oh, it's a piece of corn. <laughs> like, look, as impressive as it sounds, here's the problem. Games. Like, are you... So, they didn't announce... I mean, okay, now, granted, it's supposed to come out later this year. Ooh, they have not mentioned a single game yet. Because they don't have any games. That's the kind of the... That's the kind of pun and bring I'm, it up. I, I, I can predict this. You're going to have two games come out with, with Project Scorpio. Right. You're going to have the launch title, which is going to be the one title that they're going to show off the most. Right. And then you're going to have a second title that's going to be impressive. Like, you're going to go, okay, but it's not, like, the game you want to play. Like, it's right. like that kind of, well, it looks kind of neat, but I don't think that's my kind of game. But, all right, well, at least it comes with 2000. Yeah, it's 4K compatible. And Microsoft's going to just lean on their library like they always do in the first, like, you know, few months. They're... Well, a couple weeks back, that's what we were talking about was the fact that as far as exclusive games, 
PlayStation's kicking the crap at them. Like Persona 5, I'm playing it because I have a PS4. If I had an Xbox One, guess what? I'm not playing Persona 5 because it's not available for Xbox mm-hmm. One. There's a couple other games that are coming out later this year that are, are, are Sony exclusives. Yeah. Xbox has got nothing on the table as far as exclusive games. Now, granted, if you're an Xbox fan and you, or if you're happy with Halo, Gears of War, and Forza, good job. Halo Wars 2 is the only game that came out right now that's Xbox exclusive. Mm-hmm. Sony's got like half a dozen coming out this year. Mm-hmm. And that's not even talking about The Last of Us 2 or God of War. You know, like, yeah, a lot of those games, honestly, are, are Japanese role-playing games or, you know, which don't appeal to the Xbox One users. Right. I, 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 we've had this talk before. I always, even when I'm at when work, if this, if console gaming was high school, the Xbox One are the jocks. Mm-hmm. They're the guys who will pull the wedgies, do the swirlies, because it's like a bro club. Mm-hmm. Where the PS4 seems to be kind of like the misfits, the ones that will sit there and go home and play D&D on Saturday night. You know, like they're the outcasts. Right. And it seems to be like there's more outcasts than there are jocks playing video games, mm-hmm. which is the reason why Sony is selling better versus the Xbox One. I mean, let's face it. If Xbox, if Microsoft had enough balls... There'd be no Xbox One. It would have just been Project Scorpio. Mm -hmm. It just seems like, oh, well, we know they're putting out the PS4 Pro, so it's been out for, what, a year now? Uh All right, so now they talked about Project Scorpio, um, and I use air quotes because no one knew what it was at the time, and I, every time up until this week, when someone said, well, what do you think about it? I'm like, right now, I don't think it exists. It's a unicorn until I actually see some physical specs, which happened to come out this week. Now, granted... To me, it's all gibberish. I can read off the list and go, yeah, it, oh, it's got eight teraflops. Well, so does this. So, well, because it's a, a point two variant, Xbox One's better. Am I going to tell the difference? No. Probably not. No. Exactly. People are going to say, well, I could tell the difference. Then you know what? Then, then you should go off and become a superhero because you <laughs> actually have an ability that everybody else can't see. Right. You know, like, I just kind of feel like. Plus the fact that you're going to have – it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter what the system has. It just doesn't matter. It's your connection. It's your internet yeah. connection. If you don't have like a a, 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 a T1, line? T1 line or even Fios kind of uh, data streaming, you're not going to really do well with this. It's just, In fact, it'll probably drag more. Yes. Because it's going too fast. Mm-hmm. It's like fast fade. here. It's like blink. Here's all the information. Now I got to wait for the next batch. Yep. You know, so lag time is going to be horrendous in some cases, mm-hmm. especially if you go backwards compatible. Yeah. Like, you know, can you imagine playing the first Halo or, you know, or Halo 4, an Xbox 360 game on this Project Scorpion? It's going to be like, <laughs> I take a shot. <laughs> oh, wow. I can still see the shot coming out of my gun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, it just hit somebody. Fire. And I'm going to wait again. Yeah. Like, and I'm dead. <laughs> right. Because, How did I die? Because somebody with a T1 line or Fios, you know, cables, like, and all of those, quote unquote, jock Xbox Halo dudes are going to be so pissed off. They're like, well, fuck this. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, buy a PS4. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, now, granted, I mean, 4K TVs are bigger. Maybe one day if I ever get my, if I ever get a 4K TV, maybe I'll upgrade to a PS4 Pro. Mm-hmm. Right now, I don't. I honestly have no desire for a 4K TV. My TV works beautifully. Mm-hmm. You know, my system works. Thank goodness. I had a little hiccups this week, freaked me out a little bit. Right. But so far, system's been running good. 
I've had it for almost four years. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, um, so far, knock on wood, everything's going fine. No need for me to panic and go, I need another one. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, it's it's lasting, but there's games that are coming out that I'm interested for. The, like, I can't wait to get my hands on the new God of War game. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed Last of Us. I'll probably get the second one, maybe. Mm-hmm. I didn't really enjoy it that much, you know? <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm like, it's like, all right, I just kind of feel like, Microsoft did the, oh, okay, we're going to wait and see what Sony does, and then we're going to react to that and say, okay, well, their machine runs on this kind of power specs. You know what? We're going to up that factor by two. Yeah. Not twice as much, just by .02. Yeah. You know, and then to make it look like it runs faster and it makes it look more impressive because the numbers, because people who aren't tech heads are going to look and go, Oh, well, if that runs at 2, and this runs at 2.02, it must be better. Right. It's like, no, it's, it's virtually the same machine. Yeah. You know, so, and if Microsoft actually believed in this product, they would have launched it instead of the Xbox One. Well, you know, I I don't think they had the, the plans for it, like... I think it was just a lot of debating over the whole thing. I, it's just saying, I like, I, I really, I really think that they had the Xbox One in mind the whole time when they were developing it, and they were going, "All right, well, we're still working on this Project Scorpio, but we just don't have the technology yet there. Like, it's just not there yet. Right. There's a lot of probability. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining there's Scorpios out there that they're like, you know, this is this is probably Scorpio 12 or whatever right. that they have that they're. They're releasing. They're finally got. Like, Scorpio happens to be the eleventh sign on the zodiac, <laughs> yeah. so they went through Project Aries. Oh, it didn't work. Project Taurus. Oh, that blew up. Project Aquarius. <laughs> Caught no, on fire. Caught on fire. Like Project Scorpion. That worked. Yeah. That worked. What's next? Project Capricorn. Like, <laughs> like. Well, you got the Scorpio and sounds cool. So no matter what happens, it's gonna because no one wants Microsoft Libra. Like, <laughs> and no offense, sweetheart. <laughs> Like, hey, it's the Microsoft Pisces. <laughs> Sounds manly, doesn't it? <laughs> Project Scorpio Cancer. Or scorpion. Scorpio. Scorpio. Oh. Yeah. Why? Because I thought you said Scorpion when you started this whole thing. No, it was Project Scorp- uh, Project Scorpio, as in the the zodiac, the astrological sign. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, speaking of things shit in the bed, right? Um, <laughs> You're not gonna tell a personal story, are you? <laughs> no. Okay. I want to talk about the switch. <laughs> Go on. Uh, Apparently, the Nintendo Switch is warping. (laughs) Warping? From too much heat. I knew it. Okay. I knew it. I knew there was something wrong with it. I knew it. My, I had an argument with my bro- older brother yesterday about this, and he's like, he's like, why, why are you against it? I'm like, no, no, I'm not against the Switch. I think it looks like a revolutionary product. Like they think this is Nintendo's next thing. Piss the Wii, right? You know, like I, the Wii was okay, but like the Wii was the one that you go, holy crap! They really launched from right. what they were doing to a new new kind of level. So to me, there's like, well, this is kind of like the next evolution. Like you would see that, like the portability of it, and you know how great right. it is, and the screen effect still looks great, even up in a, in a portable screen and all that. But the thing is, is that it's just there's something wrong with it. Like it, it, it can't be this good. Like it's just, like the technology's not there. I just, I just don't get it. Like especially for the price, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't well, add up. Well, okay. Now I know I, I've seen, I've held the switch in my hands. Yeah, it is very. It's wafer thin, <laughs> wafer thin, Ed. 
And I feel, I've said it, I think I've said it on the before on the show, I feel like I could snap it over my thigh with enough force. And by enough force, I mean maybe like three pounds of pressure. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not going to be like, wham. I feel like I can dent it or break it or crack it in half because it's so thin. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. They have a heat sink in it and everything to kind of, you know, so it doesn't get warmed up. But here's what the problem is, Ed. Apparently, the switch owners, uh, the console is becoming warped due to poor heat disposition, disp- disposition mm. uh, that comes from leaving the system docked for too long. Okay. Okay. So, a Reddit user noticed his Nintendo Switch warping and posted a picture of how bad it's gotten roughly in one month of use. Now, what he used was an iPad cover, so it's got like, like straight lines on it, mm. and you can see... That there is a definite There's a curve, yeah. There's a nice little curve to it. It's not uh, a huge curve, but it's a curve. But enough to kind of go, like, it's not enough for the naked eye to see, mm. but sooner or later, that's going to start you and out yeah. until you're like, why is this thing weeble wobbling? It yeah. doesn't feel like, why are my thumbs touching? Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> um, apparently, it's prompted other Switch users to take a look at their own consoles. And he's like, yeah, this one guy was like, yeah, I looked at mine for two days ago, and it looks like it's starting to bend the seam. Um, these guys, another guy actually checked my Switch after seeing this. It's starting to do the exact same thing, just not as bad as yours yet. Um, so hopefully it's an issue that's going to be resolved. <laughs> but right now, it's like, you know what? Don't keep it. Stop playing Zelda for five hours a day, because apparently that's what's causing the bend, because it's being in the dock. But that's the point. That's, uh, it's that's, that's you could do, though. Exactly. That's if the point. If they claim that you should be able to dock this thing and play it on your TV all day long. We have a friend who him and his son play this game yeah. all the time on the TV. It's not yeah. like they're, like, cuddled on the couch. No. If they claim, oh, my God, you can dock this thing, play it all day long, and then all of a sudden you want to go out with your friends and take it with you, why is their claim now the big fucking problem? Right. I. And it, it really comes down to is and then and I'm, or I'll do it. Not just Nintendo. I'm not, you know, Sony's singling out the problems. Nintendo. Microsoft had their problems. All the all the, all the same problem. The fact is, is that they're so rushed to get the next thing out. Yeah, they don't do long term testing, or they think that they might acknowledge that there's a heat problem because I saw the inside. Like my friend, uh, one of our regular customers came in and he was the first one to make me wise of the situation. Mm-hmm. But then I started seeing a lot of articles pop up. So it was like, all right, let me, let me look into it so I can bring it to the show. He showed me what the heat sink looks like inside of it. And it looks, you know, it's a decent heat sink, but mm-hmm. apparently it's not from use. It's from being docked for so long. Yeah. Like you're like playing it for hours on end. That when it you're needs, charging it, right? You're not only you're charging, but you're also playing it too. Mm-hmm. So the idea now is to have it out of the out of the dock, which is the selling. Stacy said the selling point of this whole system is that you can play it on your TV for however long you want, and then when you decide to leave the house, you can take it with you. They want you under the guise of you're a gamer, you're a gamer twenty four seven. So here's now a console that you can play twenty four seven if you want to have that kind of a life, right? But if it's got to be plugged into this this thing to play on my beautiful big screen TV, and I don't go anywhere because I'm not taking my Switch. If I bought a Switch, I wouldn't be taking it anywhere. I'd probably be playing it on my TV or playing it handheld if she wanted to play my PS4. Mm-hmm. You know, so the only time I'm going to have any kind of freedom is when it's out of the dock. It's going to be cool enough because the Earl's going to be circulating around it. Yeah. 
the problem, I think, is that Nintendo probably was like, okay, we, we were aware of the situation, but we're not going to do anything about it because it's cost, it's, the cost to repair it is more expensive than the actual part itself. Right. You know, uh, and again, always my my stamp is never buy first year product. No. You know, yeah. because a lot of the bugs aren't, especially if something as new as the Switch, nothing like it exists. So no one knows what problems can arise in order to improve on it. Right. So everybody who rushed out to go get basically a Legend of Zelda machine who's pumping out 10, 15, 20 hours of, of you know, I would say maybe a max of six hours a day or f- three hours a day. You know, See, what it, what it really comes down to is the fact is the Japanese don't understand what the American gamer is. Right. Like, that's the, that's the problem. I mean, they think, like, in Japan, there's no space. There's right. literally no space. Like, you have to go outside. You have to be somewhere else. <clears throat> you can't be sitting at home in front of your TV mm-hmm. hours a day because father comes home. They, you know, they don't have, like, in America, everybody's got a TV in their own rooms and they're doing their own thing or whatever. And, you know, the family just gets together maybe for dinner or whatever, you know, or, or for family functions. So it's like they, they do their own thing. Like they, they think that they're going to go outside with this and they're going to carry it to their friend's house and they're going to play it portably there. Yeah, and like all you this. and I, I'm going to be like, hey, Ed, let's come over and I'll play, you know, let's play Mario Kart. Yeah. Facing each other on a seven-inch screen. Yeah. Like, hey, instead of, hey, Ed, why don't you come over and let's play on my 47-inch big screen TV. <laughs> here's your controller. Here's mine. Here's one for Stacy. Let's go racing on a rainbow racetrack. Yeah. You know, like. You know, come on, let's go have some fun. And instead of like, hey, let's go outside and in the sun and in the shiny and play video games because that's what people do. No, people, gamers are solitary dark room golems. Yes. You know <laughs> exactly. I, I think that maybe like the second generation, excuse me, of of. The switches will probably maybe correct that problem a little bit. I just think it's all they really need to do is change the material of what the case is made out of because that's the main thing that's going to make right. it bend. It's that plastic is making it bend because the right, heat. But is... that might cut might jack up the price of the switch. It's already three hundred bucks. I don't think you can. I don't think. I don't think it can. I really, really? don't. I don't like you. Like like if you really do research well enough in, in terms of material and how much you buy, you know, for a production value, I mean, I'm, I work for a manufacturing company, so I kind of know a little bit about okay. this kind of stuff. It's like, Teach it's, head. it's like you, you find a product that works and you kind of buy an abundance of it. It's like the more you buy, the less it is. Right. So when you space it out, so if you buy for a thousand units, it's going to be cheaper than you bought for 20 units. All right. You know, so that's, so that's the thing. So you could probably drop the cost if, if you do that right well. And something like Nintendo making these switches, they're buying material that's going to be a hundred thousand to a million consoles easily. That's because they're gonna they're, they want to sell all these. You know, they're gonna we're gonna make them and we're gonna sell them. And like that's this is all we do. It's like <laughs> if we don't sell them, we're screwed. Like the company's closed down. Thanks everybody. Thanks. Uh, Thanks going... for the laughs. Okay, so question. Yeah, they're made out of. Pl- Excuse my ignorance on this because I'm sure it's gonna sound real bad. They're making them out of plastic right now, right? Yeah. What else would you make them out of? Well, there, there, there is a polycarbonate that you can use. There, it's a plastic. It's a form of plastic. Okay. There's various of plastics. It's not just like a straight plastic that right. you do like a chair or whatever. I mean, because if these things are getting hot, you have to make them out of something that's going to retain the heat and not burn the, to the touch. Exactly. You know I mean? Right. Because like I've held my phone in my hand before. Well, you could also. And it's been so hot that I was like, ah. 
You, you could also spray it with a coating, right? You know that that resists the heat, so it right. doesn't bend. I mean, you could do that as well. So you wouldn't have, wouldn't have to have replaced actually replace the plastic. We have to add a spray, and the spray may be thirty cents a pop. I think right. You know, Maze actually sells a spray that does that. It's like black, <laughs> and he sprays it on like the inside of a boat. You right. Know, <laughs> <laughs> I really think that that exists. You know, like <laughs> you say, you could put a rubber base, you know, coating mm-hmm. in it, like that that shit that they have. Uh, <laughs> that's what she was saying like yeah. that, that black tan <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah where the guy cuts the boat in half and uh-huh. then paints it yeah. with that shit and, and he puts a puts a, a screen door in the bottom right. sprays the screen yeah. door and, he, and he's paddling <laughs> in the river with it or lake like, or whatever really it is that a Billy Mays person sells that it oh, it's not Billy Mays though that yeah, is, I think didn't Billy Mays die Yes, Billy Mays is oh, Billy Mays. It's it's a Billy Mays esque person. Yeah, he looks. Guy. Yeah, it does. He looks almost like. Well, him. not not only the overheating part, but there's also um, people are complaining that taking the system in and out of the dock, it must be how they're doing it is causing little lines of scratch marks to go on the screen. So it's like, Ooh. yeah, like I mean, like, but my customers like. Um, he said, "I've I've had it. And I, I pull it and put. I you know I do it every day, and I've never had a problem. But people are complaining that the screen is scratching from putting it in the dock and pulling it out. I th- I do think that's probably the way they're doing it. Right, it's a handling issue. It's a handling issue. It's more user error than than system error because Nintendo's already said well, we're not going to fix that. You know. Okay, yeah, but when you make a product, you have to take into consideration user error. I completely agree. So if you buy this Switch for your seven-year-old kid, <clears throat> they're not going to give a fuck how they put this thing in and out of that I, dock. They're not. I, they're they're going to be like, pop, pop. There's not going to be like an angle. Right. They're not going to go like straight down. They're just going to pop that bitch in there. Yeah, but the thing is, is that when, when like, like a product recalls, what basically would have to, has to come down to with the Switch is the fact is, is that there has to be a certain number. Like, we read four case reports off this right. article alone. So just mm-hmm. four that had we've now made national news almost in a way. Right. Or global news because we're a global we're a global show. Yeah. Anyway. Um <laughs> but the thing is is that that's a small amount. Like mm-hmm. it has to be an exponential number of how many these sold right. versus how many are having this problem. Oh no, they taught us that in Fight Club. Because you know he went and if if there if the number of car crashes wasn't great enough to cover the cost of the recall. They didn't do that. That's one of my favorite movies. We learned that in Fight Club. <laughs> All right, there you go. Now, so would you say the Switch is a, a hit or a bomb? Uh, you know, I... <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough question to answer. Only reason why is because I consider it a bomb only because there's no titles. Okay. You know, we, we talked about in the past, there's going to be 64 titles coming out within the next right. year for Nintendo Switch. Have we seen any? We've seen what? How many two came out or three came out right. when, when initial release? And one so far of releases of the week that we've reported since the Switch has come out has come out for the Nintendo Switch. That's right. So now that's that's it. So that I mean, I still haven't seen any games. I keep looking. I you know keep you know searching. Still no release dates yet. Summer's coming. You know what that means? No new game releases are really right. coming out, or very few, or far right. between. Now with the Switch, might might have more titles because. If it's an if it's a gaming system that you can take on the go, they can still pump out a game and go. Well, you're going to be outside. Here's a game to go with it. That's true, but for the retail market, they're not going to sell it because not many people are going to buy during the summertime. Considering in America that summertime's vacation time, right? They're not buying a system. They're going to 
you know, the shore or right. they're going to a vacation spot that they normally go to. So they're not thinking of bringing Junior's little Nintendo Switch right. with a brand new game that he bought this week That's because right. we're going to go to Disney World and there's no time for that in Disney World. Or we're going right. to go to, you know, Montana and see the mountains there. Yep. You're leaving that Switch at home, young man. Exactly. You're right. not bringing a $300 system to a... So you say you, right now you think that the Switch is a bomb. Yes. All yeah. right. Well, I just want to say, speaking of bombs, let's switch it over to Wonder Woman. <laughs> See what I did there? Bob switch. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> because here's an article that says, I'll take this for what it's worth, that Wonder Woman's projected to have the lowest DCEU opening weekend. Okay. All right. I can see that. Uh, even though the premiere is still two months away, Box mm. Office Pro has put out its first prediction for Wonder Woman's opening weekend. According to them, the first female lead superhero movie will have an impressive opening, but falls short of the previous installments in the DC Extended Universe. Box Office Pro, again, is forecasting a three-day opening weekend of $83 million in North America box office and a domestic total of $225 million. We'll compare that against other female-driven action movies, an $83 million debut will be worthy of notice. However, it will be the fourth best launch behind the other DC films, Batman v Superman, which did $166 million. Suicide did $133.6 million. Man of Steel did $116. So as for a $2.25 domestic total, would be a $66 million short of what Man of Steel did four years ago, and $100 million south of Batman v Superman, and Suicide Squad stateside totals. Okay, pause. Yeah. Just so that we're we're clear here. Okay. These these people yeah. are saying that Wonder Woman, they feel like it's going to make eighty three million dollars opening weekend. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna make that. I think they're on their minds. Yeah. They're on their fucking <laughs> minds, eighty three million dollars. I don't think it opening weekend, I don't think it's gonna make that. Really? You yeah. Know? And I'll tell you why. It has <laughs> nothing to do with Wonder Woman. It has nothing to do with Wonder Woman. Woman. I don't think it does either. I hope I hope she does. I hope she makes ninety million. I really do. I really I want to see her succeed where the other ones failed. I really do. Uh huh. Like this character, I want. I, I had a. I, I could have had a thing, and I, I mean, like I would like to see a female lead role be like a huge hit. That uh-huh. would be so glorious. Sure. It's, it's like, Especially it's Wonder Woman. Yeah, that would be great. But the reality of the fact is, is that it followed Suicide Squad, Batman v Superman. We're looking at Justice League and going, really? I agree. I don't. I think that the people that like the DCEU are upset. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that it's because of the issues that Warner Brothers has caused in the last few years with these characters that everyone loves. I don't think it's making 83 million opening weekend. Wow. See, I was. I guess maybe <laughs> I'm the optimist of the group because I go. I think they're going to make their hundred million dollar mark. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I think that. I think the um, it's Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I think that she's going to have her natural people go, and I do think everybody who's a, a DC loyalist mm-hmm. is going to go and, and put their ass in the seat. Well, I do agree. You know what? Those people love Suicide Squad. Even the Stranger people, people who didn't don't know anything about Suicide Squad love this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman v Superman, while it didn't do so well, and that Justice League title looks looks, looks exact. It has the same color palette as Man of Steel. And Batman v Superman, it like I as interested as I am seeing that movie, and we'll probably see it opening weekend. 
I'm not losing sleep if I don't see it opening weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, I know we have a show to do, and people are going to be like, oh, I can't wait to see what these guys have to say for opening weekend. And, you know, I'm going to be honest. I'm like, if I don't see it that weekend, I don't care. Wonder but, Woman or Justice League? Justice League. Okay, Wonder, see, same thing with Wonder Woman. I gotta be like, as much as I want to see it, because that's but that's, that's the, the problem. That's you the know? problem. I mean, like you're not the you're not the loner in this yeah. group, right? Like to me, it's the same way. I'm like, I want to see it. I would love to see it opening weekend because you know for the show. But again, it's just like if I miss <laughs> it because of whatever opportunity, ha- like whatever mm-hmm. happens in my right. life that I can't see it opening weekend, I'm not gonna lose sleep over go fucking and see it. Oh well, kids, you're not you're gonna have to wait for my right. review on this thing and and and, and see what happens. The, the the problem with this is that the, the Wonder Woman, I thought, was going to be the star crown jewel of this whole thing. Like, you were finally going to see a brighter future for DC. And I'm thinking, please let this happen. Let this be a turnaround for DC. Let them, you know, shine a light finally, you know, right. on something. But, like, every time I hear it, it's mixed people talking about it. It's nobody going, Wonder Woman's awesome. You got to say it. It's going to be great. Uh, yeah, you know? I heard it. Uh, we heard it was a mess. Yeah. It was just as bad and me- as tonally as as the other movies. Now, now again, people we've talked about in the past too that um, while everyone's touting feminism now because it's a female director, it's still written by three guys. Yeah. So there are you're, you those people who are like feminism now are falling under the illusion that because it's directed by a female director, that it's all about women empowerment. It's still written by three guys, mm-hmm. and that's the script that the female director is going off of. So it's not going to be like I think that when word of mouth gets out, when the knowledge of going wait, so it was partly written by Zack Snyder. Like, <laughs> I don't think that you can. First of all, feminists they feminists don't follow through with shit that they say they're going to do. That's coming from a woman. Right. They pump their mouth a whole lot to get all these feathers ruffled, and then all of a sudden they have nothing to say to back it up. That's what they do. From a woman, right? Uh, Total anti-feminist right here. Like, it's not my cup of tea. I don't respect them. I think it's ridiculous. That's neither here nor there. I don't think that you can can compare Wonder Woman to Suicide Squad. Because even even the people that weren't into it because of, like, the nerd, you know what I mean? It was, air quote, it was fun. You know what I mean? It was colorful. It had, like, a, a... um, upbeat soundtrack. There was right. like a, a comedy to it. Wonder Woman's not colorful. It's not fun. It doesn't have that kind of soundtrack to it. And it's not funny. You know what I mean? So like a lot of people went out to, that weren't nerd based right. to go see Suicide Squad and it still made all this money because it drew in people that weren't in this world. Wonder Woman doesn't have those qualities. I'm not even a big fan of her and I still would like to I would I'm with Ed. I want to see a girl superhero do good. You might actually have to wait till Batgirl. Yeah. And that's being yeah. handled by Joss Whedon. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um <clears throat> All right, well Let's switch gears again <laughs> to a more predominant woman in movie industry. Yes. The late Carrie Fisher. Yes. Okay. I don't know if you saw this or not. She's going to be in episode nine. I, you know what? Today I did see a title, but I didn't read it. So I, I brought the article. Great. In. Okay, good. All right. According to this one. Uh-huh. Um, now this, you already seem to be, I can see the look on your face and the, the tone in your voice. You're like, Oh, I'm not sure if I like this, yes. right? Yeah. How would you feel, it says, after her passing, this is from comicbook, uh, uh, comicbook.com. Okay. 
Okay. Pretty good source, I have to say. And I did have, I had a couple articles. I saw the same article pop up a couple of days ago and I f- didn't save the link. Mm. So I kind of did a little more like searching around for it and yeah. I found multiple venues saying the same thing. This one, I kind of felt like kind of hammered home what, what all the, the articles. Was. Okay. Um, after the passing, Carrie Fisher late last year's fans have been wondering what the studio's plans were for the character of Leia, who had a substantial role in episode seven. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, so her brother, yeah, Todd Fisher, has now revealed what, what's going to happen forward for Star Wars Episode Nine. Okay. Now we know that she's in Episode Eight. Yes. Because she filmed all her stuff. Right. So the question was like, what are they going to do? Are they going to CGI her? And then Disney was like, no, we're not fucking CGIing her at all. We're not going to do that to her. Right. Because that's know? disrespectful. Right. I thought. Yeah. And but, but the Peter Well, I mean, but. <laughs> All right, go ahead. It was enough times passed. You know, <laughs> I think that that's it. Um, so in an interview with Confidential, um, which is uh, via New York Daily News, mm-hmm. Fisher said his sister will make an appearance in the final film of the new Star Wars trilogy. Both of us were like, yeah, how could you take her out of it? And the answer is you don't. She's as much a part of anything as I think her presence now is more powerful than it was. Like Obi-Wan. When the saber cuts him down, he becomes more powerful. I like that's what's happening with Carrie. I think the legacy should continue. Fisher, as well her brother, as well as Carrie's daughter, um, both gave the studio approval to use recent footage for the upcoming film. Although CGI will play a big part, I'm not the only part. I'm not the only part of the equation, but I think the people deserve to have her. Said Fisher, she's owned by them. Mm-hmm. You don't mess with this legacy. It would be like re- rewriting the Bible. To me, Star Wars is the holy grail of storytelling and lore, and you can't mess with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also spoke to a future project that involves work he and Carrie did in the past. Carrie and I grew up with a magical life. We really did. There's a lot of stories to tell us. Carrie and I actually wrote some things together. It'll be very likely that I'll get to those now sooner than I would have normally because we didn't think the stories were going to end. Now that they've ended, the stories probably should be told. So there's some magic left in us, and there's a lot of Carrie's words left unspoken that will be spoken. So there you have it. Mm. I mean, right for me, you know, like now, granted, this is his brother and his daughter, her daughter, like, you know what? Go ahead. Right. Now, there might be some CGI magic. It might be like um, they might have to go like, okay, well, here's all the deleted scenes from episode seven, episode eight. Now let's take those, throw them into this movie, like, you know, do a little digital magic, put her in whatever, a new costume digitally. Yeah. It's still her head, you know, we'll have a body double and she'll be saying those lines. It'll probably be cut and pasted into whatever words. It won't be like this. And wait, I, the rebel alliance. I don't think it'll be like that. Because <laughs> yes. we live in the 21st century. I'm sure they could polish it up to be like, Sean, I could be a hologram right now and people out and who are listening would never know that this was cut up of bits and pieces of other shows. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> See? <laughs> I have that technology. We have that technology. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I, I, I right now, the film's two years away. Yeah. We have to get to through Christmas uh-huh. because that's where episode eight's it's coming come out. out. right? I, I think it depends on how... Her storyline goes like, well, I mean, we did report a while ago that we, we, that there was a, like, they weren't, they weren't sure what they were going to do at that point. It was like pretty much like, I think 
like a few weeks after she died. And they said that, you know, they released information that said that she had a major part in eight and nine, you know, was right. with Kylo Ren and the death of uh, Han. Han and, and then Luke as well, giving, you know, talking to his brother, giving okay. her brother back. <laughs> Luke dies too, Ed? What did you read that spoiler? <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first on Geeksters. Ed said Luke Skywalker's going to die. Well, it's the last Jedi. I mean, come on. <laughs> the Jedi is also plural. Yes. So it could be like five people, and they're the last Jedi. It's not like, Ed, you're the last Jedi. It's Ed, Sean, Stacy are the last Jedi. Like, <laughs> it's like. Anyway. It's like sheep. <laughs> it, was, it was a bad joke, but you just. All right, sorry. Once, I yeah. apologize. Anyway. um, So they, they did say that there was a lot of. Like a lot of her story, basically for the end of it, like that she yeah. was involved in a lot of it. So of course, seven done that they had that there because it was just funny the other week. You know, like Facebook, they always have memories of like what you've done like in a year ago right. or whatever. And it was a year ago, uh, Friday, that they released the Star Wars Rogue One trailer, right? For you know, okay. Chris this past right. Christmas. So I'm like, hmm, like. Shouldn't episode eight like release their uh, trailer like around this time then? And I, honestly, I think you're gonna see a uh, again. I but the thing with my thought was uh-huh. since they had this problem, they're trying to rehash everything, so they're probably not even thinking about trailers at this point because they gotta figure out like nine and going forward with this, like how they're gonna do it. So everything's being pushed back like a little bit. See, I, I think that they're waiting. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two comes out first weekend of May. Mm-hmm. I think that's when you're going to see either a teaser trailer or a full trailer that weekend. See, I I, I love the romantic idea you have <laughs> about things. It's it's so beautiful, but it's not even fucking close. But it's a business. It's Disney. Yes, Disney's got like you, we own love, Marvel. I, I, we own Star Wars. When's the best time? Guardians of the Galaxy. I understand that, but the but the Almighty Dollar speaks first. <laughs> and like when they when people like will crap themselves when they see the trailer for episode eight, right? They're, they're, so they're like, we're not going to wait. We're just going to do it right now because you had the romantic idea of Rogue One being released on the anniversary date of act like Memorial Day weekend because we were talking I, right, about like yeah, yeah, I thought maybe it was April first weekend in April. There it is. <laughs> I get it. I I, I yeah, but Guardians of the Galaxy two is only what three weeks away. May fifth, May fourth, May fifth. Yeah. So I mean, it's like three weeks away, four weeks. Yeah. I think they can hold out. I think Disney's going to be like, uh, news coming out tomorrow. I, what I, is it? This, this, that's <laughs> what, that's what's going to be so great. Like this week, something's going to like watch this show and see the first time the trailer yes. for Star Wars episode eight. You're like, tune in for the show when nine o'clock we show you a special engagement announcement from Disney. From Star Wars, the fourth with the last Jedi. Watch, watch Marvel's Agents of Shield. Yes, where we'll have an right. exclusive. But, but then what will happen is you'll be like, I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching. And what's the thing is, tune in on on here on Tuesday, April 29th. You will release the teaser trailer. Yeah, right. It's like, wait, so I'm, I waited around for a commercial for a trailer. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, they usually wait till the last, like the last, the commercial last ten seconds. seconds. Yeah. yeah. As Sometimes the credits are rolling. Yeah. And here's your sneak peek of The Last Jedi. Last Jedi coming December. <laughs> <laughs> now, The Good Wife. <laughs> <laughs> T- 
to see more, <laughs> go to our website. <laughs> go to abc.com. <laughs> you go there, it's the same thing. <laughs> you assholes. You saw the teaser for the commercial <laughs> on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Let's play it again. <laughs> Episode 8, coming this December. <laughs> now see the full half trailer. Then every news, every news article, every news outlet will now show that 10 second trailer. <laughs> Episode 8, coming in December. <laughs> All right, there's, I guess, uh, you want to do one more or two more? Uh, let's keep going, sir. Let's- all right, you want to ride this to ride this crazy dream? Why as long as we can. Let's see what the next story gets us. Okay, well, this one's not. This one just came to my attention today. Okay, it's controversy. This controversy. Is controversy. 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 All right. Okay, you're an X Men fan. Yes, I am. Okay, have you been collecting any of the comics lately? No, I have not. Specifically, X Men Gold, the New Brotherhood. No. no All right. Definitely not. Um, it's X Men Gold number one. All right. All right. <sighs> You might want to run out and buy this this decision. (laughs) Because the second printing, they're changing a lot. Because the artist, who is Ardain Saif, Uh got himself into a little bit of a trouble. Okay. For his art panels. All right. Specifically, anti-Christian and Jew messages. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, Okay, I'm gonna gonna have to. Oh, this fucking system's dragging because it's kind of a the the cause of this is a little lower on the thing itself. Stop that script. See if I can scroll down. Oh, come on, you fucker. Um, god damn, this computer sucks. Apples. Now I got the little. Okay, here's what it comes down to. Yeah, is apparently. Um, in the drawings, there's a couple of messages okay. that the guy wrote that... Okay, I'm looking at one. Cyclops... Not Cyclops. Uh, Colossus is wearing a t-shirt. And on that t-shirt has the letters QS and 5 colon 51. Like, like Austin 3, uh, yeah. 316. This one apparently... Well, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's not Austin. It's Stone Cold? It's John 316. I know, but when Stone Cold did it, it was Austin 316. I know, but the actual verse is John, not Austin. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say. (sighs) Sorry. Ah, fuck this computer. Jesus Christ. Okay, so uh, it's important that it's the worst part about it is I need this to actually get to, you know what, CBR.com? Fucking fix your website. How's that? <laughs> shitty scripts running. Uh, now I can't. I can't even get to it now. <laughs> it's thinking like across the board. He can't even get out of it to get back into it. Uh, <laughs> don't ask me again. Stop that script. All right. I'm gonna see if I can close that. <laughs> Fuck. Now I'm hung up. <laughs> shit. Well, that just kind of derailed the whole show. <laughs> Piece of shit. Fucking computer. Fuck you, Johnny! Fix your shit. <laughs> it's nothing to do with Johnny. It's nothing to do with it. I apologize. All right. Apparently, the quote is from the Quran, and it basically says, "Don't let." And I'm paraphrasing, and I'm gonna probably fuck it up now because of this shit. Um, 
I can't even. Fuck. Okay. Um, I wish you knew more about apples. <laughs> <laughs> so I can fucking What's stop happen? this. La, 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 la. See uh, if I can find it here. I'm on CBR.com right now. Do you have a title for that? It says Marvel Response. Okay, you know what? There you go. All right, I got it. You got it. All right. All right, little backroom tech uh, hacking, and I did it. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, here it is. The T-shirt that he has says, like I said, QS5 colon 51. In the Quran, it's, it's a verse in the Quran which relays, uh, Muslims should not appoint Jews and Christians as their leader. And the quote is, Oh, you have... Fact allies one another. Uh, oh, oh! You who have believed, do not take the Jews and the Christians as allies. They are in fact allies to one another, and whoever is an ally of them among you is indeed one of them. Indeed, Allah guides not the wrongdoing people. All right. Now, <laughs> okay. also apparently, he also in an earlier scene in the issue, the numbers two twelve and fifty one are seen on the storefront on a civilian T-shirt, respectively. Okay. 212 refers to a real-life protest on December 2nd, the 2016, where an estimated 200,000 Indonesians marched against Pernama for alleged blasphemy against the Quran during a speech. 51 is a reference to that same passage. Uh, when questioned by fans about the inclusion of these messages, Saif responded on his Facebook page in Indonesian, although Google Translate hasn't provided a completely reliable translation, trans, translation the message appears to have been Saif acknowledging the political nature of his hidden messages and thanking uh, dissenters for engaging politely. Since the discussion around the issue proliferated, it's been widely noted that the mutants of the Xbox have served as palpable for minority groups since created by, you know, basically it's like the X-Men have always been a symbol for really inclusiveness. Yes. Like, uh, you know, race, religion, reli- sexuality. You know, sexuality. It's always been a euphemism for those people in the world. Right. So to have this, a lot of people were free- fucking freaking out. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. So the following the controversy of this highly charged religious and political message placed in the newly released X-Men Gold, um, Marvel's issued a statement on the situation um, to comicbook.com, actually. Um the mention artwork in X-Men Gold number one was inserted without knowledge behind the reported meetings, the publisher said. These implied references do not reflect the views of the writer, editors, or anyone else at Marvel and are in direct opposition with the inclusiveness of Marvel Comics and what the X-Men have stood for since their creation. This artwork will be removed from subsequent printings, digital version, and trade paperback, and disciplinary actions is being taken. Although we don't know what kind of disciplinary action is, <laughs> only reason why I'm, only reason why I'm bringing this up to now is that that issue was in newsstands, your comic book stores this past Wednesday. Yeah, go out and buy it. It's probably gonna be worth a shit, ton of money in like five years. <laughs> That's right. Like I'm actually going. Fuck! I have off Wednesday from work. I'm gonna have to go make a, a run to the comic book store to see if I can still get printing number one. Yeah, just as a goof, you know, and then just bag, bag and board it and put it away. Yeah. Throw it in a safe in like 10 years. I'll be like, I got the controversial issue. <laughs> Care less what it means. I just know I got it. <laughs> Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> Capitalism at its finest. <laughs> <laughs> I held to the almighty dollar. 
<laughs> it's it's trying hard not to laugh. I'm not trying to laugh. It's just, I'm trying to hold back comments. It's like <laughs> I'm just a horrible person. I, I can't say it. I cannot say it. I refuse to say it on air. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> you won't like it. <laughs> I'll laugh hysterically. Well, apparently, there was also another thing too that, and I think this one's someone's being just really nitpicky. There's a scene where it's the crowd scene. They're in front of a jewelry store. Yeah. And you can clearly see the word Jew in jewelry. And someone's like, well, look at that right there. And I'm like, okay, I see the jewel, Jew in jewelry, but that thing's kind of stretching a little bit. That's everywhere. You, you can't spell jewelry without right. J-E-W. Right. You, you kind of need that. If you're drawing a, a scene, you could easily not have the Jew part. You could have the, the whole word. I, I'm as far as I'm. I my opinion is like that's just being nitpicky. I don't think it was intentionally done. I mean, that way. unless it was like the Jew part was like all like <laughs> shiny, blood bright, and <laughs> the rest of it's kind of like dull or whatever. And you're like, all right, now oh, I see it. Or or right above the sign it says "fuck the." <laughs> 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 then I think maybe you might have a little bit of more clarity. I just think it wasn't intentionally done that way, like the way the T-shirt was. Because clearly, if you're going to have to design a shirt on a person and you can put anything on that T-shirt, having that is clearly right. a, a statement of, like, fist in the air, political defiance or whatever. And I'm just surprised that guy did it on an X-Men comic. That's, that's Well, that's the- what everyone's saying. It's like, because now the woman who draws Ms. Marvel mm. is Muslim. And, you know, Squirrel Girl, not Squirrel, Ms. Marvel is now a Muslim teenager. Yes. You know, so they asked her, like, I was, I kind of, like, I really did do a lot of reading about this because I'm fascinated now because I'm like, this happens because we're a fucking lot of money. I go, like, cancel the show, Ed, or I'm going to be late going into work because I might have to stop by a comic book store on my way home. <laughs> like, in fact, I probably could stop on a comic book store on my way home because there's one not too far away. Boy, I might have to make a stop. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Are they all money dollar? <laughs> oh hell, the Benjamins! <laughs> it's just, it's just, <laughs> 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 and just check out. <laughs> it's like I got so much I want to say but that's Sean's job to get in trouble not mine <laughs> I have to apologize for him constantly I can't be him <laughs> here we go say obviously clearly Sean is Jewish he's, he's clear it's like Diggo because all he cares about is the money part of it is that what you're saying I'm yes! Jewish I'm Jewish yes! <laughs> see, see and, yes! uh, <laughs> fucking <laughs> See, being Jewish, you figure no wonder why Sean so because he can turn that into a prophet. <laughs> See, so so now you don't need to be the bad guy. I was wondering when you're gonna figure it out. I mean, I figured that out a little while ago. Just with like your sweat going. Oh. <laughs> Because <laughs> if I said it, would have been, <laughs> we would have. This would have been the last show. I would have been fine with it. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We'd probably oh, be the Lord. most popular episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that. 
and this is where Geeksters went down south. It wasn't Sean, believe it or not. It was actually Ed that pushed the show into cancellation. It's a free podcast. We can't get canceled. <laughs> Somehow they did it. <laughs> uh, so so the, the writer of the Ms. Marvel uh, mm-hmm. comics basically kind of was like, well, this guy's fucking just committed career suicide. Yeah. You know, it was like, there's no way you can come back for this. I was like, yeah, she's kind of right. Like, you know, like, how do you, like, you knowingly did it and didn't, and if, and if now apparently the guy said, yeah, I gave, the, I have to hand these pages in. Yeah. So people okayed those pages. So it's not my fault that Marvel doesn't background check what we put in our things. Right. And it's like, well, they check to see if it's like says, fuck you on it, right. or if there's shit, they gotta, like, if there's foul language. They're not going to know because the person who's editing those pages might not be Muslim and might not know the Quran the way you do. Like, right. like that's like putting in a, a passage of the Bible by like Corinthians three seventeen or whatever it is. I, I don't know what that is. Right. But if, but it's clearly, or if it's like John three sixteen, someone would be like, the guy just put a Bible verse in there. Is that allowed? Yeah. You know, I mean, but I said so it's like, well, it's not Marvel's fault. Like I can't. I mean, it's their fault in a way, in a way, because... No, I mean, you're right. I mean, it, it, you can't really blame Marvel for this because they, they wouldn't think that somebody would go that far, you know, right. in a comic book to, to pose that. So the, to them, it's, it's just gibberish on a T-shirt or, or wherever they had it, you know, in the comic book, the panels and all. And numbers on it could be like, it's a dress. Like, like just because it happens to be 51, right. which is the same, you know... Type of thing like to them it's a it's a coincidence like right. not really like it's means something, but then when people who read it and go holy crap like they just did something horrible they should have researched this and you go well now like looking at it you know hindsight's twenty twenty you know now right. you go yeah we should have done that you know and then they're gonna apologize I mean if they well obviously they're did, like did. we didn't know fuck if we did I mean especially in the next minute because the person who, who brought it to attention was actually someone from Indonesia who's a X-Men fan. Yeah. So they're like, wait a sec, do you guys know that this is in your comic book? And Marvel, and then they go to the artist and the artist is like, right. it looks like someone got me, but thank you for not jumping on me. Yay. And then Marvel's like, fuck, well, right now it's in an X-Men comic? Yeah. Like that is like supposed to be like the, the holy ground That's like of- Mickey Mouse showing his penis. Yes, as as much I would, I would, I again, I would pay a a, a couple bucks for that issue. Like, who wouldn't? <laughs> like in the background, who, who fuck? I would pay a, a fifty you, bucks for that. I mean, yeah, like, see Mickey Mouse banging Darth Vader in a background somewhere. <laughs> I almost made Ed spit out his drill with water. <laughs> almost came out his nose. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's something like you know like right, but I mean like something like accents. Like wow, like that is just a leap. It's like having a pedophile on a kid's site. Like, yeah. you know, it's just so horrible. That you go, it's so unimaginable. And you go, now, 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 this is what sucks is now because now you're going to, Marvel's going to have to go, well, fuck, like, where else do we make mistakes that we didn't see? Right. You know, and right. now we're going to have to scrutinize every image that we're like, well, going you, through. Yes, because this is issue one. Who knows how many issues have already in the bag that they're now going to have to postpone a little bit while they go through each and every panel of this guy's drawing to kind of go, well, is this okay? Is this okay? Like, they're going to have to now... They just add... This guy added a shit ton of workload to them. 
and pu- causing a, a an issue to be postponed for a month, for two months. That's going to affect sales. Right. So, like, if I... This guy better not just... Especially in a hard market the way comic books right, are. Right, because Marvel's already taken a hit in, as far as, you know, subscriptions go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some Marvel guy put his foot in his mouth and said, you know what did it? Diversity. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, wait, what? <laughs> Apparently, you know, like, there's too many... Like too many big arcs and too much diversity in in, in Marvel comics is what's causing sales because no one wants to. While everyone wants a female comic uh, superhero, no one's buying a female co- comic book superhero. So why should we make that comic book? And it's like, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't have said it that way. Yes. Like you should have yeah. been more politically. You know, like duh. Ultimate Spider-Man still sells and it's Miles. Like, maybe Ms. Marvel doesn't sell the way you think it should, but it's selling? Like, maybe, like, okay, maybe the new um, Riri Williams, I think the new Iron Man, the 15-year-old black girl? Yeah. Okay, maybe she's not selling. You know why? Because here's the problem. I feel like the, the problem is is that you're changing these characters, when on the big screen you're seeing Tony Stark as Iron Man. The problem, no, no, no. See, the problem is, is the fact is, is that they're taking a product that everybody knows it still relies on. They want Tony Stark to live forever, just like Captain America, sure. Steve Rogers to live forever. Just like Green Lanterns, they want Hal Jordan really to live forever. Like people, some people don't like Hal, but right, some, some people do, right? right. You know, and the majority of people, they're used to him. They've seen him in so many iterations now that they get used to him. That's the thing that that's, they're used to. They should have made an Iron Girl. I, I can, you know, and like Tony Stark now teaches her the technology, right? Like there's you know, kind of thing. If and, they can stop taking the titles that you have and replace them with other people, create a new character right. or a version of that character. Like, look at me. Like Venom is no longer Eddie Brock. I don't even think it's Flash Thompson now. I think it's somebody else. Right. But it's still Venom, and you're constantly. But it's like, if I'm a kid, let's say I'm ten years old, never picked up a comic book in my life, and I go into a movie and I watch the Avengers, and I love. Tony Stark's Iron Man. Fuck, I'm going to see him in July when Spider-Man comes out. Right. Now I'm going to be in uh, now I'm invested. I want to read Tony, I want to read Iron Man cuz I love Tony Stark. RDJ is my boy. Let me go in. Who's this black girl? <laughs> Where's Tony? Right. Okay, he's there, but he's not in the suit. What? I'm not buying this comic. Right. Like why not go like you said, like have Iron Man Tony's Iron Man and Iron Girl. Mm-hmm. Like the you know whatever just spin it off like mm-hmm. let those audience find their work instead of trying to shoehorn it into an already pre-existing title yeah you know because it's, it's, there's so many times I'd walk in and go wait Doc Ock is Spider Man now how the fuck did that happen <laughs> and I'll, I'll buy those issues because I know who the players are yeah and to see how that plays out but if I walk in like granted they they finished off that timeline but if I walked in and that timeline was going on. After homecoming, I'd be completely confused. Right, but the thing is, like with Miles Morales say, as, as Spider Man, you still have Peter Parker, yes. Spider Man, and other titles. Yes. So it's like you know, like if you if you kind of did that, where it was less of a title, not less of a title, but not as a main title, say yeah. of the comic book, then maybe that would have worked. But that's the thing; like they're just they're they're they want to try new things, but yet it's just like they're trying it the wrong way. They're, they're yeah. pushing the envelope the wrong way. It's basically so, what it comes out. Needless to say, they don't need that kind of controversy to add on <laughs> to already this, this editor putting his foot in his mouth. Yes. I got a quick question. <coughs> yes. Uh, excuse my ignorance just one more time. Hopefully maybe someone else listening has the same question and I'm going to ask for uh, them. Right, we don't yeah. know. Okay, so if 
did this artist do the art for all of the issues of this well, X-Men Gold? Well, this is issue one. Right. So I don't know how many issues they have slated that he already did the, the Okay, let's for. say there's like five. Yeah. Okay. Or six. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. There's six issues that he's already done the art for, right? right? Mm-hmm. If he put these kind of um, hidden messages, if you will, okay. in the first issue, they now have to go through issue two, three, four, five, and six to right. see if there's anything right. in there. Right. right, yeah. Being a comic book company, if Marvel finds that there is these kind of hidden issues in two, three, four, five, and six, will they have to completely redraw all of that, or will they just say, just, you know what, just, we're not going to do this anymore? They'll just kind of redraw the little area that so they'll the like message, white it out, right? That yeah, yeah, kind of white it out. They'll probably they probably have a digital representation. Right, right, right. Say they can at least color the t-shirt, let's say black, right, to kind of make sure right. it's all over. But that's the thing is like I don't it's, since issue one just hit stores, mm-hmm. it's probably a monthly comic, right? So like right now they're probably working on either I don't, I don't want to say issue two because they should be more advanced than that, probably mm-hmm. like issue four or five, hopefully, mm-hmm. to be able to handle the production runs and stuff. Issue two might already be on a printing press right now as we speak. <clears throat> the, the, right. pro- the problem this becomes is, is that Marvel has to make a decision now. They go, how, hard, how horrible is this issue going to affect the sales mm-hmm. of X-Men Gold? Mm-hmm. Are we going to lose a lot of money? Are people going to try to return the comic book? Because they're they're insulted, right. you know, you know, maybe try and sue in some way, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. And then that point, they go, then we just cancel the run, and we now all this effort we just put into right. putting this together now is all go off or not. So all that right. money they'll we have invested to like into weigh this. the options. Right. Like, right, that's what I'm saying. If that, I guess that's what my question is. If the option of canceling the entire run is more cost effective than the option of fixing all of the, the they'll issues, they'll probably cancel. Will they cancel it, and then that will be the only copy in existence of even Marvel? I mean, X Men Gold that has ever it, been done. It might. Like, is that a possibility? It's a possibility, but I don't think. Honestly, I think the way the um, how they produce comic books now has changed so dra- dramatically. Mm-hmm. I think that they would rather, instead of having it come out this month, it'll come out in let's say two, three, you know, two or three months from now. Right. Issue two to be able to fix all the mistakes mm-hmm. and then it would go back to being they could have just postponed it or what they'll do is they'll pull issues to they'll pull the series temporarily until they can fine tooth comb all the issues mm-hmm. and then reprint them that's why there's always like a second printing or a third right, printing right. so that's why they said like the second printing will no longer or any graphic versions of you know how they put them all together in one book. right though they're going to fix it that way right you know so like any like anything from the second printing on will not have that stuff in it. So, like, right now, if you were a comic book collector or a serious comic book collector and you never... This is the comic book that you want your hands on because, like I said, it's going to be legitimate gold right? at some point in time. Not yeah. necessarily a year from now, but let's say 10, 15 years from now, let's say that run does get canceled mm-hmm. and it is the only comic book they ever did. Mm-hmm. It's now a controversial comic book of a, a series that never took off the ground because of that at controversy in a time that is uh, m- heavily controversial, right? Right. With that subject matter, it is like exactly. fi- it is like finding a diamond that's surrounded in gold that was dipped in platinum. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like finding the the uh, uh, Little Mermaid 
castle cover no, no, no. I'm, I'm, with uh, the penis. Right, yeah. right, right, right. No, yeah. I'm following everything. In my head, I'm, I'm. You're way, trying to weigh the pros and, cons, pros and cons. Yeah, but I'm also because you're going to go buy this, right? Yeah. I'm also going to later on call some other people that I know and be like, you need to get your hands on this. My thing is, is because for this to have that subject matter without getting like super, super political, if right. you live in this country, you know what the fuck's going on. Right. For this to have that subject matter in this year with this subject that is all over the news I, yeah. right now with religion and how things are going to play out in the future, possibly. Right. Uh-huh. In some years, after all of that is like done, said and done with, because eventually it'll blow over like all the rest of the sure. big problems do. That really is, it's like the perfect time yeah. for that to Now, here's, to pop out. here's the only kind of monkey in the wrench, you might say, is that because it is now known, Marvel might have told the distributors, don't distribute this to any other new stores. Right. Once they're sold out, they're sold out. Right. Another thing is, too, is that a comic book store can go, you know what? I'm going to sell every single fucking one of these at a jacked up price because mm-hmm. I know it's going to be worth some money. Mm-hmm. Right. Peeps, there's going to be a moron if they're going to buy it. Yeah, where that comic would normally be like four bucks. Right, I, I can now crank like 15 it. 15 bucks. Yeah, or 20 bucks. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm going, I'm willing to invest 20 bucks into that. Yeah. Because you never know what it's going to be like in 10 years from now. Yeah. Right. Or they can go, you know what? Marvel said, you know what? Don't sell any more. No more. Like they might have already pulled them off the shelves at this right. point. You know, they'd be like calling them up, going, "We want them back." We, you know, yeah. and they'll 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 know what numbers like within the few days. Like they they get their numbers of how many they've sold. Mm-hmm. So they go, "Okay, well, you should have this many in your store. Give them back. Give them back." I'm right. Like, we're recalling. Like we sold a hundred thousand copies um, on this the, on the, on Wednesday. We're pulling the we're pulling the issue, and we find out that next week you sold another twenty thousand dollars worth of it, another twenty copies means you didn't you know like in that week we told you to stop right like they, you get in some serious trouble I don't think they'll do that I think you know the comics being that the the um, market is so is not selling the way they were hoping with both the DC and the Marvel comic mm. books I think they're just gonna be like you know what sell and sell it sell it sell it sell it. Good on you. You got it first. You got the first run. Great job. Mm-hmm. Like on the way home from work, I'm going to stop by my, not my local comic book store, mm-hmm. but a comic book store that I know of. I'm going to walk in, see if they have it. It's not a great comic book store, so chances are he probably doesn't. Mm-hmm. But if he does, he's also kind of clueless to comic books because he's mm-hmm. more of a sports memor- memorabilia guy. Right, uh, right, right. You know what I'm talking about. about. Yeah. So he might have it on the shelf mm-hmm. and not know what he has. Right. So I might be like, well, fuck, if he's selling a cover price, I might buy two or three. Yeah. Just to be like, you know, and just kind of, yeah, kind of get some bags of boards, and then just put them aside with my Job of the Hut Palace Lego set. That'll just go perfect. All right, one last thing. All right. We've talked about this on the show. I was going to ask oh. a question. Go, I'm sorry. Go, what's your question? It has nothing to do with what we just talked about. Okay. It's actually Star Wars related. Yeah. Are you going to talk about the Han Solo issue? The, I, the, I, the wasn't, I wasn't thinking about it, but we can kind of... I, I feel I like it's like light and airy. But, okay, well, I was going to do the Mandela Effect thing. Oh. Well, you can do whatever No, no, no. We know what we'll, we'll, Mandela Effect, we talked about this in the past. Okay. And... We know the Nasty Mandela, like some people think he was he died a while back rather than the current date, and there's the Shazam Kazam issue thing. Yeah. There was one I'm 
I found one that I actually recall. I'm, I'm a subject of. Yeah. Um, it is the portrait of King Henry VIII eating a turkey leg. Yeah. It's not in the picture. Right. I vividly remember seeing it in his hand. Yeah. You're not getting what I'm saying, are you? No, I know. I know. Oh, that he, they, he had a turkey leg, and there's a picture of him with the turkey leg. And he's eating it. Right. And it's like, you know, like the most famous picture ever, but yet it doesn't really exist. Right. Yes. I vividly remember seeing the turkey leg. Yes. Have you? Yes. Okay. But it doesn't exist. Right. So you and I are both subject to the Mandela effect. Yes. All right. See, that was kind of looked up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason why, the only, see, the only reason why is, is because. I think somebody brought it up to my attention. The fact is, is that that rendering was done comedically, like mm-hmm. because it was trying to sell turkeys for some kind of Renaissance right. fair. Like the the official image, right? Because they just they just superimposed it, and it was uh-huh. like it became that that thing because they were trying to sell it to a Renaissance fair, right. so, you know, type of thing, and it went viral. And then all of a sudden, people were going, "Oh, that's got to be it!" Like, like right. you know, like legitimate, you know. So yes. Oh, look, my computer fucked up again. All right. Um, here, here's the last thing. It's not really an article. It's something I come up, came across today that Stacey and I were chatting. <laughs> Kylo Ren. Uh-huh. Do you know what his... Okay, it, it talks about the young Han Solo movie that's coming out. Correct. Okay? That apparently Han Solo is not really his original name. Mm-hmm. It was a name that he picked because he was an orphan. Mm-hmm. So he picked Han Solo. Okay. Um, so now the argument is is that some people are saying that Han's real last name is Ren. Uh, it's <laughs> That's confusing. the faith. That's uh, the faith that we wanted. Okay. Um, because here, what's Kylo's last name? Kylo's name? Kylo Ren, right? So now when... Well, he's a knight of Ren. Well, see, that's the part people seem to keep forgetting. Yeah. Is that the argument was that, not really argument, but the discussion is that, but yeah, but if he's Kylo Ren, these are his knights. Yeah. Not, he's not the knights of Ren. Like he is, like King Arthur could just be a figurehead, not necessarily the knights of the round table. Right. But the arg- the discussion, and I want to say more like an argument, more like people who don't really know. Like obviously when he calls out Ben, everyone assumes his full name is Ben Solo. Yeah. All right. Some people are saying no, his real name is Ben Ren. But I'm like, no way <laughs> would that fucking work ever. Okay, well here's here's the problem. I'm gonna I'm gonna add a little bit more to this. Or maybe it is in there, I don't know. I haven't read this article, so I have no idea what you're talking about. Traditionally in a in in a world you take the surname of either your father or your mother if you're not married. Generally, they I think they give it to the father. Well, here in America, it is. I don't know what it is worldwide. So, you know, please, uh, if, if you're not from America, don't think that we're, what I'm saying is globally true. <laughs> but, like, you know, so technically, like, if like if the if uh, Luke and Leia were married, okay, because they never really said that, you know, like like were they just shacking up, like. That, that is true. You know, like like that that part of it you Han don't know. And Leia. Yes. Okay. You said Luke and Leia, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> Sorry, too much Star, too much of the kissing in Star Wars. You know. Okay. Han and Leia. Got Han it. and Leia. Han and Leia. Uh, you know, could have not been married. So when Ben was born, she could be he could be either Organa because 
that Take, was mentioned. That was mentioned. That was too. mentioned. Or she could, she could be. It could be Skywalker mm-hmm. since her real, you know, her birth name is Skywalker. Right. You know, he could have picked up. Uh, it could have been Ben Skywalker. Right. So it could have been Ben Skywalker, Ben Organa, or Ben Solo. But right. it's not Ben Wren. But I, I don't, I don't want think it would be Ben Wren because uh, I don't. It's like first of all. <laughs> No wonder why he turned to the dark side. <laughs> if my name was Ben Wren, I would no wonder I would hate my father forever. I'd be like, that's why okay, Mr. Han Solo. Yeah, like, that's why I will call you Han Solo. Not dad. Yeah, Han Solo, you name me Ben Wren. <laughs> like, I am so angry. I can't wait to put his lightsaber through you. Like, you know, like getting teased at with the, all the other Jedi's that Luke's trying to train. Ben Ren, Ben Ren, Ben Ren. <laughs> Just going home crying to his mom and dad. And it's like, why'd you call me this stupid name? I hate you, daddy. I hate you. And then, episode nine. <laughs> so my question was I'm not super into Star Wars right uh, everybody knows that I just recently watched all of them for like the first time ever ever yeah. so Sean's telling me about this and I'm like wait 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 wait. Han's his last name is Solo correct like it's Han Solo and Sean's like yes that that's his name and mm-hmm. I'm like alright but if he was an orphan it's very possible he changed his name I mean Flynn Rider did it, and he didn't want Eugene Fitzherbert, so he changed it to Flynn Rider Entangled. All right, cool. Disney person. I get that, right? right. I, totally, I totally believe that. Okay. So I'm like, all right, so he changed it to Han Solo. All right. Two different names. First name, last name. Yeah. I'm like, but when you become the dark side, they give you a new name, right? Mm-hmm. And Sean's like, yeah, it's exactly how it works. I'm like, well, then Kylo Ren's not his name. And he's like, no, it's Ben. And I'm like, then Ren's not his fa- for someone who's not into Star Wars, my mind was blown, Ed, that people who are into Star Wars could even think this. Because to me, this is like really fucking common sense that that's clearly not his fucking last name. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because when you become bad, you get a new fucking name. Anakin got Darth Vader. Darth Maul's name is not Darth Maul. You know what I mean? Like, you get a new fucking it was name. probably like Steve Mankiewicz. <laughs> he he was like, and I was like, well, whose name is that? And he was like, I just pulled it out of the air. I'm like, Mank- Mankowitz. That's, that's the name that you just. Nice Jewish boy. <laughs> that's the name you, not like Smith. I've been in a temple. He's a nice boy. Hey, hey. Not Smith Johnson. You just came up. Where'd you get that from? He was reading the Torah one day. I got so pissed off. I became Darth Vader. Huh? It was Darth Maul. <laughs> Uh, you never hear him talk. You never heard Darth Maul. I think Darth Maul spoke, what, twice in the entire first movie? Yeah. You know? Uh, what do you want from me, Vader? What do you want from me, Emperor? I'll give my thing. Oh, well, my sugarness. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Mankiewicz. <laughs> nice kid. Got picked on a lot. Not as much as that Ben Wren kid. Sheesh. <laughs> Who the fuck names this kid Ben Wren? <laughs> well, the thing, though, too, is that you said, like, <clears throat> we don't know really who started the Knights of Wren. Right. You know, I mean, like, he might be the leader of it at this point, but he might not be it because uh, the, uh, shit, the the new, um, the new bad guy. Uh, Darth uh, Pegasus, Plagueis, or whatever his name is. What are you looking for? I'm looking for the off button because okay. I cannot get off this thing. So I don't know if I, if I turn. What the, you... the power button's on the corner right there. Right no, here? no, no. The, look. <laughs> there it is. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So I was like. <laughs> Rubbing his hand around the screen of the computer, just over and over. 
I'm like, why are you doing that? And it's also not turning off. Anyway. That's the button. Keep going, Ed. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, um, Darth Sidious. No. Yeah, Darth Sidious. Is that the new one? No, I don't know. It's Emperor Smoke. Oh, Smoke. Smoke. Okay, Smoke. yes. Smoke. That's the one. I think that's his knights. Like, he created the Knights of Ren. I, I, so do I. I think that the the knight of Knights of Ren, you actually have to earn that title of being a Knight of Ren. Mm-hmm. And you, when you achieve, when you beat everybody else, you become Bob Ren or Ed Ren or Sean Ren. Like, like it's, you know, you get to pick your own name. So, like, I, instead of being Sean Ren, I'd be like, oh, Kylo Ren. You know, yeah. like... You get to pick your own name with the Ren surname, you might say. Yeah. I, I, so that's what I think. All right. <laughs> I don't think it's like, oh, well, my name is Ben Ren, so I'm going to just change my first name. You know, it's no. I Like, it's either, like you said, Organa, Solo, or Skywalker. Well, I mean, it's, it's probably the same people who came up with the theory that uh, Jar Jar Binks was a Sith. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Sith Lord. Lord. I mean, really? I also saw another one, too. I wish I had the ability because... Um, to do this, but it was uh, that three PO was an imp- imperial spy this whole time, <laughs> and apparently had proof. And I'm like, I really wish I could find that article because it <laughs> fascinates me. Ed. <laughs> People just read too much into nothing. Yeah, they do. All right, well there you have it, folks. All right. That was our show. Uh, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Geeksters Live here on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. So search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. And if you want to catch the podcast version, just go to WordsWithGeeks.com or iTunes, download it for free. Or you can go bonus material. Ooh. But you can also go to Google Play Music and find us there as well. Or you can go to the About section of Facebook on our Geeksters page or the About section of our wordswithgeeks.website website to find all the other places you can download the podcast app. And don't forget, if you want to contact Ed or anything you've seen or heard, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S H A W N. See you next week. Bye. And we're back. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, well, we hope you enjoyed the show. Yeah. I don't know, Ed, do you have anything you'd like to add? Any articles that i might want to expand upon or uh no no it, you know I'm, I'm trying to think the only thing that was the only thing that's going through my mind is uh actually stacy asked a question like you know like during our break during our break because we you know like a lot of people we've, we've discussed this in the past we haven't done this in a long time either as a fact is that sometimes we should re- keep reporting what we're doing because there's interesting conversations that happen outside the show besides what we do for the show right so, since you brought up an interesting question, what would make a great standalone uh, Batman movie, I guess, right? Uh, yeah. 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 And the three were... Uh, it was um, the Thomas Wayne Flashpoint Batman. Mm-hmm. It was um, Jason Todd's tur- rise in, or turning into the Red Hood. Mm-hmm. And also Ted, Ted McGinnis and Batman Beyond. Yes. Now... We all we all had our, our, our own opinion. Yeah. Um, Stacy felt that the Red Hood was a good story. Jason Todd. Mm-hmm. I felt that Batman Beyond was good too. Mm-hmm. And you thought 
out of the three. Well, you know, I I looked at it like through Warner Brothers' eyes, you know, kind of thing. And Batman Beyond was the the one I would go with because it was a more PG thirteen friendly movie, and with the CGI and technology of today, that would probably hit be a home run hit for Warner Brothers to do for a DC product. I mean, I, okay, well, we didn't really focus on the Thomas Wayne one that mm -hmm. much. I think it's probably because as cool as he was in the Flashpoint Paradox storyline, outside of his origin story, not much. I mean, you don't really see much of him because that world kind of collapses in on itself when everything's mm -hmm. set straight in motion. Mm -hmm. But the story goes, for those of you who don't know, um, you can pick it up in a three-part article, a mm -hmm. three-part arc, in like a whole um, Batman Thomas Wayne one. Mm -hmm. That... Uh, <laughs> And not only, again. not only in the Flashpoint Paradox, but there's, in the three-part miniseries, there's actually the Joker aspect, too. Mm -hmm. um, I'll give you the long, long, the short end of this, the story, is that Thomas and Martha Wayne are coming out of the movie theater, mm -hmm. and they get robbed, and instead of them dying, Bruce dies, mm -hmm. which sets them both off spiraling into their own kind of worlds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, where they lead her is obviously Thomas Wayne turns into that version of Batman. Mm -hmm. Martha into a completely different one. I don't, again, don't want to spoil it for those people who haven't read it because it's really compelling. It's mm -hmm. really, it, it was a nice little, whoa, kind of mm -hmm. moment for me. Um, I mean, outside of that, him using guns and stuff like that, he, I don't really see... Honestly, my more fascination with that world is the rogues gallery of Batman they're all they're alternate counterpoints mm -hmm. like okay we got to see like a Harley Quinn version mm -hmm. in in the Flashpoint Paradox and I'm like well that's pretty kind of cool like what's the counterpart for the Penguin or for the Riddler or, mm -hmm. or even if they're there mm -hmm. like or what's like that would be, to me would be more fascinating than the actual Thomas Wayne because like okay he's Batman he uses guns he doesn't have the high tech you know bat suits and gadgets the way Bruce did mm -hmm. in, in that storyline. So how does that guy, you know, work in that world where, you know, maybe there's a Bane? Like, how mm -hmm. does he bring down a person like the Penguin? Or or has he killed almost everybody? Because he kind of felt like he was the Batman that, that legitimately killed people. Yeah, right. You know, and, and that's the thing, you know. 45s. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be a nice little, like, Short film, maybe. I don't know. Like it's 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 interesting, but I like, I don't know if it's a film like a two hour film. Interesting, right? You right, know? right. I mean, there's not enough history there to give you like more that you want to see. Like you know, like like it it it, it does bring in, like an interesting point. Like like you said, like you're talking about what you're talking about. It's like it'd be kind of interesting to see how they would progress. Like I would rather see it more in in a comic book series. Like you yeah. know, like what the alternate Batman would be and how this would all ha happen and all. And I don't think it'd be. I think it'd be more intriguing that way, you know, but it's like, as for a movie, like, I don't think it's going to draw as much interest in, in, for the, for Batman fans because they're like, well, we didn't, we only saw him in the little flash part, flashpoint paradox series. So you don't really get to see him too much. You don't know right. too much about a story or what his draw is like, well, yeah, there's his, his motivation, but you don't know, like, like you said, like, is he killing everybody? Is he like more of like a, 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 is he a, more a, of a villain than a hero? Yeah. Like do, does he have a relationship with 
Commissioner Gordon, Gordon right. if it is Commissioner Gordon, is there a Batgirl version of him? Mm-hmm. Like, like what happens to the, that world with the events of the Flashpoint Paradox, like outside of what we're told? Like that to me seems to be a more interesting story. Mm-hmm. And again, comic book form would probably be able to delve deeper into that storyline, mm-hmm. but not a two and a half hour movie. Because you figure nowadays the average superhero film is either two to two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Um, the Red Hood one, it's good, but like you said, it would have to be R-rated because you would need to have um, Jason Todd as Robin first mm-hmm. and as a kid then fall into the what happens to him by getting beat and then blown up by the Joker mm-hmm. and then brought back to life via the Lazarus pith, Pits thanks to Ra's al Ghul mm-hmm. and then turning into the Red Hood coming back to Gotham and Batman him confronting Batman and going surprise I'm alive mm-hmm. you know and then have that resolved that's a that's a tightly packed like to have somebody kind of just walk into that movie and go oh I kind of know who Joker is who I know Raish from the 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 Nolan, Nolan universe. universe but outside of that who's like who is Middle Eastern like it, Liam Neeson didn't seem that way like you know <laughs> so you kind of and then to have that ultimate violence like why. I mean, obviously, you don't really need a reason why Batman was... I mean, Joker would beat the crap out of Robin and then blow him up, but you mm. need that storyline. And then there would have to be a moment that you take Jason Todd out of the movie to have Batman kind of kind of come to grips with that. Mm-hmm. And then to be kind of like, wait, what? Huh? Yeah. Like, I do think that the Batman Under the Red Hood story is by far the finest work they've ever done mm-hmm. on 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 all of their stuff. Well, not just saying because that storyline, but that storyline, the acting, the the writing, it was, if anybody ever wanted to get introduced into the animated universe, mm-hmm. Under the Red Hood's the first one I give them. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, that sets up, like, such a good, like, Intro because you're like, oh my god, this is this is what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I want to see more. And then right after that, we do the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, you know, like that would be like would be one two punch. You know, yes, like, you know, to kind of get their toes their their toesies wet. Right, but like I said, though, like under the Red Hood would be a more rated R movie, yeah. which Warner Brothers would never do because they want to <laughs> they don't want to alienate their right fans in a way. And you know, they they probably would do like a PG for reverse. PG thirteen version of it, it wouldn't be this impact, down. right? And we so watered down and unimpactful that it wouldn't make it interesting. So, and then I think that that leaves the Batman Beyond version. And I think that you could tell because, I mean, if you think about it, the Batman Beyond origin story went over the cross of two half hour episodes. Mm-hmm. So I think that while and less than that because you got to throw in commercials, so you figure in like forty minutes right. they go. Here he is. I think that you can kind of round that out into a longer story because you can have old man Batman and what makes him retire. Mm. And then, like I said, if Warner Brothers was smart, bring in somebody who's already played Batman in their universe Mm -hmm. to be who's already of that age. Like I always say, Michael Keaton right off the bat. Mm. You know, to be, you know, to be Bruce Wayne or... um. Well, let's see if Josh Brolin was Batman. If Josh Brolin got picked to be Batman mm-hmm. instead of Ben Affleck, I would say get his dad, James Brolin, mm-hmm. to be Old Man Wayne because you'd be like, that's perfect casting because they they look so much alike. Yeah. But then you can have you can start off a new franchise in a way with with Terry because he comes in, steals the bat suit because he's a trouble kid like mm-hmm. you mentioned, steals the bat, 
excuse me, steals the bat suit, and, and then, you know, that adventure unfolds, and by the end of the movie, him and Bruce find a way to work together, and Bruce kind of passes the mantle on to him, and you go, all right, it's a more, I think, like a, a good origin story, mm-hmm. and I also think, too, it sets up like a, a possible franchise of films. Yeah, definitely. You know, Especially like when you get somebody young enough to be in that suit, with, like you mentioned outside, the CGI effects. Mm-hmm. I think that suit would be kind of badass. Yeah, like I love, like I would say, that bat bat suits. And to me, one of the, one of the best movies for especially Batman Beyond is the the Return of the Joker. I mean, yes. that was that was a great movie. If you haven't seen it, go find it, watch it. It's phenomenal. You know, it's it's futuristic Batman and and and, and seeing Joker kind of return. Yeah, see Mark Hamill come back, back as a Joker, Joker, right? And how they do it was real smart. You get to see Harley Quinn's in it, and and what happened to like what happened in the past between Joker and Batman and Robin and mm-hmm. Harley Quinn and all that stuff. And there was also a nice little like like oh the, like two of my favorite characters are the. the the DD twins, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, that's how they're. Oh, that's brilliant! Like, I like the little twist they did with their, their yeah. storyline. I was like, all right, and get your hands on because I'm, I'm assuming that I have the Blu-ray version. I think it's only the PG-13 version. Because yeah, I actually have the uncut version of it. The, same here. The, the rated R one. It was really well. I think it was PG-13. I think the the original cut was PG, and then they went PG-13 with or the unrated version because of what happens to Robin mm. in both versions and because I was because I have both versions on, on DVD mm. like the what happens in Robin is more gruesome in the unrated version mm-hmm. than what happens to him in the rated version yeah and it was like oh, it was good yeah that was definitely a good one yeah you know like you, you definitely could bring that back like a like a, as like a third movie in a franchise yeah bring back a, a Joker yeah. character and he could be a brand new Joker character because no one's ever seen that Joker from that universe yes you know like you can reboot the Joker that way and <laughs> then go oh my god that guy's really good let's make him Joker back in the past <laughs> like <laughs> get, you know maybe do something <laughs> just kind of write a couple wrong but we won't get into that because it's getting late <laughs> so uh well, there you have it, folks. I mean, is there anything you like? No, that's it. That's it. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Um, if you want to catch the show live, we usually do the show. Well, we t- typically do the show Sunday nights, starting around seven thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time, on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio. Tune in. Just search Aquanet Radio in those apps. Don't forget, if you haven't already, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Don't forget to tell your friends too about it or introduce your friends to us. Yes. You know, spread us around. We're easy that way. <laughs> and we're free. Yes. It's even better. Free and easy. What more can you ask <laughs> from a couple, couple of schmoes? <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, if you want, you want to contact Ed on anything you may have seen or heard or you'd like to put your opinion in on something that maybe you want our opinion on, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And it's S-H-A-W-N. And we'll see you next week. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I'm scared. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.